Hi Tom, hi Steve, ich wünsche euch eine tolle Show. Vielleicht kann ich bald meinen Senf dazugeben. Everybody to Masters of Profundication. I'm Tom with them. I'm Steve Biles. And joining us is Rob Patton. Once again. Once again. Yes. <laughs> Invited back. Surprisingly because... enough. <laughs> uh, and with the return of Rob, we're gonna we're gonna return <laughs> with the, the return <laughs> of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, what's funny about this is uh, our two highest uh, listened to episodes. One being the John Lear episode. And that's just by virtue of having a celebrity on and then, you know, putting that on his fan page. And so a bunch of his fans have listened that probably wouldn't have listened otherwise. But and the uh, listen again, let's be honest. <laughs> oh, it's all good. But the um, the next most popular episode is the one where we have a disclaimer at the beginning telling people <laughs> not, <laughs> not to listen to it. So, so in the interest of that, of grabbing ratings, yes. what you're going to hear at least a ways in when we delve into the topic at hand is going to be messed up yeah today's topic be beautiful is, beautiful today's topic is a little bit uh uh colorful and again like always we're not going to apologize afterwards so <laughs> anything gonna, that offends you, you it's on you that's right if you're offended if you're, by this if you're weak then that's your problem and yeah, not our problem but uh for all intents and purposes yeah just don't listen to the episode move on yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna think well of yourself afterwards. You're not gonna think well of us. You're not gonna think well of humanity. So, <laughs> yeah, but it's all good. Um, I had something interesting happen to me today. Does I it make you think worse of humanity? No, well, no, it doesn't. It it involves Canada, so eh, uh-huh. weird. Uh, I kind of I tend to think of myself as somebody in the know when it comes to pop culture, especially from the '80s, and uh, so. Uh, the wife and I today were talking about some 80s TV shows, and she brought up a television show from the 80s that would have been right in my wheelhouse, and I had never heard of it. Let me Manimal. No, I know Manimal. Oh, okay. Um, my Secret Identity. You never watched My you Secret ne- Identity? Never even oh. heard of it. Well, I am Here's shocked. I am shocked. I that show. Yeah. It was apparently Canadian. Was in, it? Yeah. It was, it was broadcast on CTV from like... 86 to 89 or something like that. I remember watching it on Sunday afternoons. Yeah, it, well, it was in syndication in America yeah. on, like, the Family Network or something like that. Wait, I still remember the theme song. You'll never guess my secret identity. <laughs> I'll take your word for it that that was... <laughs> but uh, it was a kid that gets shot with gamma ray. He's got, like, a Doc Brown-type friend that lives nearby yep. that he mows his lawn, and then he gets shot with some super-secret gamma ray thing, and then all of a sudden he can float, he can... If he takes his shoes off. What? Yeah, he can't float until he takes his shoes off, and then Ooh. he controls himself with spray cans. Um... <laughs> Wait. Actually, so... he was just... He was, he was actually just huffing. Yeah. That's all. Just huffing <laughs> it, was all it was all like a fucked-up drug trip. The worst yes, guy. Yes, exactly. That uh, was the last episode. It was all revealed. He was just in a garage with silver all over his nope. face. Snow globe. <laughs> yeah, snow globe. Yes, the snow globe. He, he cracked up his snow globe and started snorting it. So what was the deal with the sneakers? Why did he have to take his sneakers off? Was it, it, it weighted sneakers? him down too much. He couldn't float with extra weight. Yeah. Sneakers weighed so much that yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what held him down was the sneak, the weight, the like half a pound. I remember they had a 
they had a joke. At one point, he went back in time to see his father in the 60s. And the father was talking about going to see weird 60s bands. And the kid goes, the who? And the father goes, yeah, them too. Da-da-da-ch. Yeah. But um boom uh, I don't know yeah, why so, I remember that, but I remember that. I had never heard of, seen, and I don't know if that's just something where it was so terrible that my brain told me, uh, don't pay another second of attention to that. But that was <laughs> it was strange because... Like, that's the kind of shit that I would have, you know, I would have watched that in a heartbeat. And I was telling my wife, I said, the only th- the, the thing about it was back then is, you know, the, if it was on opposite, like, Cheers, Roseanne, The Cosby Show or anything like that, nah, I would never have seen it. You know, yeah, but it wasn't. I know. I'm just saying that that would have been, like, the reason why I missed it in, logically in my head. Because, of course, on those nights when Roseanne was on, the TV was tuned to Roseanne. That's it. <laughs> that's what you got, you know. Cosby Show, same thing. And, I want to uh, listen to Darlene. <laughs> <laughs> DJ's gonna make me laugh. I can't miss that. Yeah. Speaking of uh, speaking of Roseanne, did you know that I think it was Becky's boyfriend in Roseanne died? Uh, yes, okay. he died a few years after ago. He I was in Angel, the TV yes. show Angel. What now? First season. What killed died. him? I think it was. I think it was drugs. Drugs. Oh, it's always yeah. yeah. It's my shocked face. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. That's what you get for playing with drugs. Shouldn't do it. Um, anything going on with you guys? I spent the whole day traipsing up and down Maine's coast. I went to a the Weymouth Museum in Rockland. I thought it was High the Fire's Room. That... Yeah, something like that. It was Andrew <laughs> Weymouth was, <laughs> was the, the headliner, so there you go. It was something fancy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They Somebody that donated the most amount of money, they got their name on the front. It was just a big masturbatory celebration of this guy's work. So there you go. Did you see anything that was profound? Besides me masturbating in the, in the uh, <laughs> museum? No. <laughs> and th- you probably had people lining up thinking you were one of the exhibits. It was an avant-garde, <laughs> yeah. impressionistic piece. This guy's a genius. <laughs> it's always like it's been three hours. Snapping their fingers. <laughs> Bunch of beatniks. <laughs> oh. We've been here for three hours, and he's almost ready to finish. I can't wait to see what happens. <laughs> That's what you think. Oh, my God. He's rolling uh, around. And then confetti comes out. Ta-da. That must have been painful. Yeah, but it's worth it to be immortalized. <laughs> We're already so, on pervert corner. I like it. It's good. Yeah. yeah, we went there early. Yeah. Good. Dive right in. Go where, right did in. You, where did you I don't know why confetti is perverted. I mean, geez, you guys. Well... Can confetti when it's launched from the head of your penis that <laughs> my penis is beautiful and artistic that is not perverted at all right yeah. uh, i'm sure you're i'm sure you're a big hit at all the parades <laughs> <laughs> they don't let me into children's parties anymore though it's weird <laughs> uh where did you guys end up eating uh actually we went <laughs> you ever hear of uh salvage barbecue uh yeah yeah the guys that were right there from it. yeah yeah, it's right on the other side of St. John Street. It was delicious. Yeah. It's really I got to go back there. Only saw one inmate, too. It was great. <laughs> uh, yeah, the guys from work uh, order there a bunch. Yeah, I, never, I didn't even realize it was in existence. I think it might be where the old Bingas used to be. I don't know. You got to hook up with Meal Team 6. They'll hook I you guess. up. I, should, I need to talk to him about everything, I guess. He'll, he'll tell me what's in the know. Yep. Anything going on with you, Rob? Mm, not much. Not much. It was a quiet day, you know, just... Family trip to Lowe's and try try not to masturbate on any pressure treated lumber and get out of there without without the police being called. So yeah, pretty 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 tame. See, I noticed you say try, but you don't say succeed. <laughs> Correct. 
you know, but that's, you know, that's a, that's another story. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Was there confetti involved? <laughs> oh, pervert corner. Let's all go inside. We need a theme song. for. This. We'll get one. I'm sure. I'm not, I'm not writing it, but <laughs> you're going to pay somebody five dollars to write it, right? Yeah. Oh, we'll, yeah, we'll pay somebody 50 bucks. We'll, we'll pay a woman to say it in weird language. It'll be fine. <laughs> You know what? Yeah. Esperanto. I'm sure that's what we're going to do. <laughs> Although they have some pretty tight, they're pretty rigid on their, uh, the shit that they will and won't say. No, we can't somebody do Esperanto. Nobody will have any idea what they're saying, so it'll be great. Esperanto? You never heard of Esperanto? I've never heard of My Secret oh. Identity, so apparently today is a day of learning. Esperanto is a weird, fake, made-up language that was created in like the 50s or something. That's supposed to be like the universal language to replace all languages. And uh, William Shatner did a movie all in Esperanto at one point. Yeah. Oh, so it's it's an actually like it's a thing. There's there's a few thousand practitioners, I guess, but nobody really. <laughs> <laughs> like one guy gets paid a billion dollars to do it. Yeah, it's like Klingon or something. I guess I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um. What did I see? Something recently about the Game of Thrones languages. There. Oh. Um. There's an app. I don't know if Duolingo. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm using Duolingo to learn uh, Espanol, and uh, I guess they're adding the Game of Thrones languages to Duolingo, so you can actually like legitimately learn a language from Game wow. of Thrones. Yeah. I was using Duolingo to learn French, but screw that. I'm gonna start learning Dothraki. Wow! <laughs> Hell yeah! Mucho gusto. The Pomme Rouge, my ass. I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> Which means, holy shit, dragons! <laughs> She's naked. <laughs> <laughs> Look, confetti. <laughs> do you guys have plans to watch Game of Thrones tomorrow night? No, Monday morning. Boom. I gotta do the day after bullshit. I I am definitely gonna watch it, but I'm gonna have to uh, be creative, I guess. As, as we would <laughs> yeah. say, you know. You oh, know. I hear you. I hear you. I'm gonna have to get creative too because it's my wedding anniversary. So, <laughs> yeah. so I'll have to do all the wedding anniversary things, and then I don't know, watch it at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> hey, baby, I love you. Gotta go. Yep. <laughs> that that is definitely something she will not understand. Yeah. You want to do what? You want to go watch what? Instead of what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, cuz I'm a dummy. Look, honey. Look, honey. Confetti. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go watch TV now. <laughs> He's got her fingers configured in the shocker ready for you and you're watching Game of Thrones. <laughs> yep. Oh, it's going to be good. I've watched all kinds of recaps. I don't know if you guys have had to do that or not. I definitely had to, but I would have liked to. I'll tell you that. Yeah, there's a bunch yeah, of YouTube videos. Bunch of YouTube videos right now that will recap seasons one through six in like 15 minutes. So I got it down. It's all in the vault. Well, yeah. I mean, you read the books and all. No. Well, last season wasn't wasn't covered in the books, so well, yeah. yeah. So uh, today we're going to talk about things you should not partake in. <laughs> wow, that like, is a bright, like broad museum category. masturbation. Yeah, much like museum masturbation. It starts off very interesting, but uh, then all of a sudden confetti. Then the confetti. Now you have to... <laughs> uh, to be more specific, things that you shouldn't watch, whether it be movies, TV shows, YouTube videos. I guess so, partake is pretty broad. Your imagination can run wild. So. <laughs> but there is uh, definitely a. Uh, no, it's not a short list. There's a long list of mm-hmm. things that you should not do to entertain yourself, and we've done the, <laughs> we've done, we've done the work for you. So. Yeah, well, we're here to help you. Yeah, anybody that is still listening right now, we have a few 
items to talk about that you should not watch. So I feel like we should tease this, but then hold off. Like, the reason we did disclaimers, because there's a handful of movies that we have, the three of us have watched, mostly because Rob here has introduced them to us. <laughs> like, he's got a nose for them. But uh, I'm, I'm that kid back in, back in high school. I'd be like, hey, kid, have a cigarette. <laughs> hey, destroy your soul a little bit. I got something yeah. for you. Yeah. But hey, uh, we're not going to cover that stuff till the end, until you're going to invest it. Or until you listen to the other stuff we get through to get to the end, so we have you on the hook the entire time. That's good salesmanship. Right. Well, it's like a it's like a back alley massage over here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy ending? Not yet, sir. <laughs> Wait. Was that what who is who said that? Was that a British dude? <laughs> you don't question the back alley. You just take I what know, you got. I, just, I guess so. <laughs> that accent was uh You are a happy ending. ending. You're gonna have to work. <laughs> Much better. Uh, that was Batman's that wasn't even like a British dude. That was like Oliver Twist. <laughs> Nissa, you must wait. Also, don't punch me, I swear, it's coming. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Uh, so let's let's throw out an example of something that somebody shouldn't. Like. Well, I would you I hesitate? You bad third well, act. Okay. Yeah, let, you want to start off tame? Let's start off tame. Yeah, we, we let's start t- off. Let's tame. take them. Take it easy. Let's put their training wheels okay. on here. <laughs> so this is the roller coaster that's going tick 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 tick. <laughs> you see, you're uh, seeing the riots coming. Just as just as the crest. Uh, no. Um, there are a couple things that I can save you some time, and I didn't want to. This list is very, I don't know, subjective. You, I feel like I've invested some time in a movie, and it did not play out in the third act like I thought it was going to, and therefore I didn't think it was any good. So I figured Makes I would sense. save save some time for some people and say you should not watch the movie Contact. I concur. Anybody that hasn't seen Contact, it is about uh, Jodie Foster and, wait, what's his name? What's the dude's name? Uh, Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. And I will. the way I describe it, I'm going to describe it like it's a movie you want to go see. And it's uh, about a scientist that is listening to deep space frequencies, whatnot, uh, with the SETI project. And all of a sudden, a signal comes in that is very mysterious and not natural. And they decipher it, and it's technic. It's it turns out to be blueprints to build a machine that will allow a human being to travel through wormholes from one planet to the next. And that's a fantastic premise. But the uh, the last sci-fi. twenty thirty minutes are terrible. Mm-hmm. Terrible. Uh, terrible. Just now, I haven't seen this movie, but I did see the the end of it for whatever reason. Yeah. It okay. So what it all boils down to is. They create two of these. Um, there's there's a lot of controversy surrounding the building of this device that will allow a human being be, to be transported between worlds. And some religious groups and some fanatics decide that they're going to, you know, blow up uh, one of the devices. And uh, they're successful. However, fooled you, they made two of them. So they use the second one to send Jodie Foster's character to another planet. And it's, you know, it's controversial, but... They do it nonetheless, and when she gets to the other planet, the uh, the alien that she encounters is not really an alien. It is her father, who died previously in the movie, that encouraged her to go be a scientist, and doesn't tell her anything she doesn't already know, other than the fact that she needs to search for her feelings and feel good about herself because her father's in a good place. Well, come to find out, it really is just an alien who has invaded her thoughts to manipulate his image 
to make to be something that she is familiar with. Yada yada yada. She comes back and goes to court, and they're they're forcing the government to release the these tapes of because of course it was all recorded, and everything that was recorded it turns out to be static. End scene, <laughs> and it is so unfulfilling, just not satisfying in the least. Um, and they took a movie that could have been like alien invasion, blah 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 blah. That would really good premise, but it was bad. So, so you think I, maybe it's bad enough that John Hinckley was like, maybe I shouldn't have shot Reagan to earn her love. Maybe this was a mistake. Yes, definitely. <laughs> and if anybody else understands that, then kudos. Yeah, that's a, real, that's, that's a real shame though with with Contact because it was it, it's it's exactly like you said, like the way it. It built up. It was like a good movie, and then it just it just absolutely shit canned yep. for the last, like you said, twenty or thirty minutes. But there's a you know when when that one portal or whatever it is blew up. I mean that was a great scene. I think it was uh, Gary Busey's son yep. was in it, and he was like one of these religious fanatics who actually went and blew it up or something like that. I mean it was a I great scene, that. you know, and it really it 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 hits you at that point in the movie where things are kind of droning on, and you're like. Okay, that that was that was awesome. Now what are they going to do? And and again, it just it just farts along just pretty much after that. Yeah, bad movie. Don't watch it. Yeah, save <laughs> the save the. I think it's a long movie too, isn't it? Like two and a half yeah. hours. Oh yeah, it's very. And for the time, it was it was very long. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's standard these days. But you know, back what was this? I guess back in the nineties, it was made, right? Yeah, yeah, mid nineties. Yeah. Um, that was strange. There's you can go, you can Google failed third act you know movies with a failed third act there's there's plenty of lists i didn't want to go too far into this but um another one that really is unsatisfying is uh i am legend where the first two acts are phenomenal just it's such a good movie and then for me anyway it fails see now that could be its own category because that's that was a movie that had a planned ending that would have been preti cool and hollywood the execs or whatever got a hold of it and like no 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 we need a action-packed because i guess from what i understand the real ending like the, the ending in the movie was the mutants or whatever beating on the door and will smith sacrificed himself to the girl and the woman and the girl can get away or the, mm-hmm. whatever the, the two people get away but the real ending would have been the uh like he cures that girl and the mutants are there but they're not just like freaking out they're trying to rescue her yeah and he realizes that they're not just monsters they're different but they're their own right alter you know they're mutated, but they're still people. They still care about each other. And then he realizes, I'm the monster that they're afraid of. Which is... Having, the, kidnapping them, experimenting on them, stuff like that. Which is closer to the book. Which is, yeah. I don't know if the, the book is that way. Yeah. I don't which, know, Rob, if you read the book, but it's a, it's a good... It's a good book until the last, like, five pages. See, I, 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 I have not read the book, but I heard, you know, everybody... Like, when, when I Am Legend came out, everybody who, who saw it, who were purists before and had read the book were like, oh, the book was so much better. And the <laughs> book was great. And, oh, this is terrible, terrible movie. And blah, 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 blah. And I had, I had uh, nothing to stand on as far as the, the book. Um, but again, you know, like you said about the movie, I, I definitely think that it just, that that ending was unsatisfactory. Could have gone a, a million different ways, I think. That would have been better than that. Yeah. You know, it was, a, it was a letdown because it was interesting to see, you know, um, you know, Will Smith going out and, and trapping these these creatures. And I think the flashback scenes were done pretty well. Um, I liked how, you know, he's the only person in New York City and he sets up mannequins and he talks to them. And he, <laughs> um, he's got his, his um, 
shepherd Dog. companion yeah. there, you know, which I think was awesome. He had weaponry, um, his house was all outfitted, you know. The Great dog's stuff. death was pretty poignant and everything. You know, that was a heart. That was a tearjerker. Yeah, I felt bad for the dog. I'll, I'll give it yeah, that, yeah. you know, but that's probably the only feeling I even had during that movie other than, <laughs> you know, especially at the end. So that's uh, that brings me to the one I'm thinking of is World War Z. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. We've talked Where about it, a the bit, ending's yeah. bad enough that you regret starting it. Like you almost feel like if you rewatch it, you just cut off the last 20, 25 minutes and call it good. Yeah. Now, Cause that was one where wasn't the original ending. Um, and I may be mistaken on this, but I, I thought it was supposed to be like in Russia. Yeah. And the story I heard, down. go ahead. Yeah. You finish. No, well, the story I heard was, uh, the original ending was planned where he's going to crash. Land. Like, just say this straight out. We've all three read the book. We all know the movie had very little to do with the book besides there being zombies. Yeah. Right. But having yep. said that, the, the movie still could have been cool. The credit, the, the thing was when he, when they escape Israel, they don't go to England, they go to Russia or they crash land in Russia at least. And they get, he gets uh press ganged into like a Russian resistance force where basically they take people as, and enslave them, give them a bunch of, farm implements like picks and hoes and shovels and crap like that baseball bats with nails in it whatever put them on the front line chain them up together and say okay you're gonna block the zombies from us and that was like a big melee against zombies was supposed to be the end but a bunch of pusses in hollywood were like uh we want to sell this overseas and this might offend russians so we got to change the ending yeah so we're gonna have brad pitt tiptoe around a lab for 20 minutes and that's gonna be our ending and then somebody greenlit that and said yes good idea do that and i mean the movie was supposed to have like the wife whoring herself out for food, like all kinds <laughs> of stuff. Like it was going to be depressing and weird, and I, I, I was going to be on board with it, but definitely. Nope. Well, Speaking of, oh, go ahead, Rob. I was just going to say, you know, it, in one of those types of situations, if you're a Hollywood exec and you're sitting there, oh, you know, well, we can't, well, we don't want to piss off the Russians or whatever, then make the plane crash in North Korea. Nobody cares about North Nobody Korea. Could yeah, it could have worked. Yeah, yeah, do something. Um, Speaking of tiptoeing around a lab for 20 minutes, um, do you guys, have you checked out any of that Oats Studio stuff that I posted? The uh, Wait, did you post it recently? Or? N- well, I posted it a couple weeks ago, but it's essentially like little 20-minute movies, mini-movies that the it's fairly low budget, but the effects are phenomenal. Like whatever little bit of money that they have, they're definitely dumping into the effects department. <laughs> I remember you mentioning it, but I don't think I've... Yeah. No. Well, they have a yeah, they have a new one called Zygote, and it is absolutely. If you don't watch either of the other two, you really should go watch Zygote. It's like twenty two minutes, and it is uh, it is really, really, really good. Mm-hmm. I highly, highly recommend it. Zygote Oats Studio. If you go to YouTube and type in Oats Studio and then choose Zygote, you will not be dissatisfied. Hmm. Intrigued. Yes. Um, twenty two minutes. If you mess up the third act, well, there you go. It's not that much. <laughs> no, it's not that bad. But anyway, I wanted to get that in there. Uh, what kind of kickbacks are they giving you? You can you can tell us. Oh, I wish. Bag of oats. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Bag of oats. <laughs> um, but those are two of my kind of failed third acts. Are there any, like, what's a movie that you love that other people feel like the third act has failed? Do you guys have any examples of anything that you actually liked, but everybody else seems to hate? Because I can, I can yeah, tell I you mine. I was, I was looking through a little bit of this, and I will say one, one that I agreed with was, um, and it kind of hurts to say, but it's Idiocracy. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. 
it's funny at the beginning. I, I remember laughing my ass off with the, the government agent that wants to be a pimp and him just interacting with the people, and they're all stupid as hell. But it just kind of peters out towards the end. Yeah. So I feel like, and that it wasn't bad enough that I would say I would, it, would regret watching it, but I did never, I only watched it the one time. So for whatever that's worth. But in the same breath, the people that mentioned that one were talking about Office Space, which I really love. Yeah, that's a yeah, great Office movie. Space. I wouldn't, I wouldn't see that as. They said the same thing. Like Mike Judge has third act problems. He peters out at the end. I'm like, I don't know what you're no, talking about. This. Yeah, I think, great. I think Office Space is great. My, um, mine is Tron Legacy. That. Oh yeah. Seems to get just a mountain of hate, and I actually I really really liked it, and it's too bad that it gets so much hate because they've really kind of just shut the door on it. They they kind of uh, they they're making a animated TV show for the Disney Channel, but it's really not the same thing. And where it did have its problems, it was still I think a really visually especially it was a oh, yeah. pretty good movie. I just didn't understand the, the some of the plot points like. When they made this whole, you know, internal computer world, they found there was other beings. Like Olivia Wilde was what an alien that was a data bit. I, I don't really understand what that was supposed to be. She was uh, Jeff Bridges' character had created her. He had written her code. Well, but it made it sound like they were like something alien. Like they weren't right. Well, there were rules. There were rules to follow uh, for programming and stuff like that. And because Jeff Bridges' character was so innovative, he created you know these others, these other mm. type of programs that didn't follow the rules. So that's why they were outlanders. Well, I was just disappointed because <laughs> Moses wasn't there to fuck with everybody the second time around. Yeah. Yeah. That's a South Park reference for the case you're not sure what I'm talking about. Well, anyway, Tron Legacy is the one. How about you, Rob? You got anything that seems to... Uh, I, I, I would have... Uh, contact would have been mine. Um, but I can't really think of any right right off the top of my head. I know that there's a few out there. I'm familiar with some of the, some of the lists that are out there online. Um, and I guess I can see it, but it, I wasn't a fan of a lot of those movies anyway. Um, you know, there's just people who seem to think... Um, just scrolling down somebody's list here, you know, some obscure movies that aren't that mainstream. Um, but I, I would like to think of, you know, basically any movie out there that came out with it was a dream or it was a hallucination <laughs> or yeah. it was, you know, some kind of, oh, we were just pretending or any movie like that right now is two hours wasted you know yeah. it's two hours of your life you're never going to get back because somebody had a dream um what was it the um the village the m night Shyamalan movie yeah barf oh, yeah. you know that that had a lot of potential i thought and then your 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 twist was was me sticking a knife into my chest and twisting it <laughs> you know that was, <laughs> yeah. you, you know another movie that fails on all three acts is uh jupiter ascending Listening to you two talk made me still never want to watch that movie. <laughs> <laughs> was that the um, Mila Kunis? Yeah. Movie? Oh my god, that was horrendous. Yeah, I've never that heard was, a good thing about that. All over the most, the most I can say about that, I think one of you guys told me it's like it's so bad you should watch it just to enjoy the train wreck or something yeah. like that. It if if you had to say something positive about it, the special effects were good, but it's all CG. Mm. Like the mm. special effects, it's almost like there are no practical effects, and and they kind of hung their hat on that. Like, see, look, we can digitally put elf ears on a guy. It was just, <laughs> eh, I didn't, 
I think I think the only thing good about that movie was Mila Kunis. Yeah. I think everything else was just absolute garbage. It was one of those classic. I mean, anybody who's listened to these podcasts know that I'm a practical effects right. junkie over the CGI to begin with, and that's my own problem, my own weight to deal with. But the um, you are completely numbed out on every level with with their CGI, the terrible acting, and doesn't one guy like doesn't he like have like rocket rollerblades or just yeah. something so stupid <laughs> like yeah. that it's so stupid you know yeah. it's like i take it back rocket rollerblades i gotta watch <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i would say that that is a, a really good warning to anybody out there that might be thinking about hey maybe i should see that jupiter ascending movie nope it sounds like no no don't do it. Bat, what was it batman and robin where they click their heels and ice skates pop off the bottom of them <laughs> yeah oh, that is yeah so Enough. Oh, oh, wait, wait, wait. I've got one more movie that goes terribly wrong. Um, the Crying Game. Oh, <laughs> I haven't seen that in <laughs> yeah. forever. I've never yeah, seen it, but that's one of the reason. things that pervaded co- uh, culture so much that you can't help it. Know- like, if you watch Ace Ventura, you know the end of The Crying Game, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I bet I didn't finish that movie. I want to say that I never finished that movie. But that had, um, I guess, that song from the movie that boy george did i guess that was like mm. hit number one or something and i think it i think it made everybody go watch it and it was kind of like when people got there and watched it they were like the fuck am i watching why yeah. did i trust boy george what's wrong with me yeah <laughs> yeah if you're putting your trust in boy george eh. yeah so we, we rented that we rented that movie and watched it as a family nice oh man yeah, yeah. that's whoops was your dad that- just pissed Oh, I think I think my dad was not not impressed at all. <laughs> he is he's kind of a uh, kind of old fashioned in that sense, and, you know. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't about it at all. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you. Okay, what do you think? Why is it? Because there's if you want to look at a list of bad third act that ruined movies, it's going to be a huge list. Why is it so easy? Like, or why is it so hard? I was going to say why is it so easy to fuck it up, but why is it so hard to craft? Like, does it, I feel like sometimes people have like a good idea but they feel like the end's going to come to them as they go and it just doesn't so they really quick slap one on so if we're talking about things that you shouldn't like you regret starting because the end was so bad one delving away from the visual medium is um and they're starting this as a movie now is the uh dark tower series yeah stephen king's mm-hmm. the ending of that yep. series was so bad so just terrible that a yeah i regret ever starting it and B, even within the text, Stephen King warns you that you're not going to like it. Yeah. It's like he knows he wrote shit, and he still wrote it anyways. Well, there was a, a very long hiatus, right? Was it, what, oh, how many yeah. years between? Like good, I want to say a good decade at least. Like He wrote the first three, maybe four, and then like boom, ten years of nothing. Came yeah. back and wrote boom, 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 the last bunch of them, and it was just, just awful. Just terrible, terrible stuff. Well, I think third acts are hard probably simply because... Um, you're trying to wrap things up. I mean, does that sound like something? I'm not, of course, being the non-creative one here, but it just seems to me that it's so easy to say, you know, I I have this idea that I want to get out and I'm going to flush it out and here it is, here it is, and oh, now I have to finish it. And it just, you close the lid on it too quick or, I think people don't have a plan. That's what, like, they go into it with an idea, like, yeah. And then they say, okay, I'm sure I can think of a good ending. I got this great character in this great premise and it's never been seen before and i got like the first matrix movie not that the, it's a third act necessarily but the first matrix movie is so good that they're like everybody's gonna clamor for 
sequels. Mm-hmm. They didn't have a plan when they wrote the first one, and they slapped together the two sequels that nobody actually really likes all that much. Right, and there there is. There's a bunch of stuff like that out there that it's almost like uh, Lost. I know you're a big Lost fan, but... Well, I'll agree all day long. That went off the rails yeah. pretty much like fourth season on. Yeah, right, it's a but... classic example of... yeah stuff just going haywire and nobody knowing what the fuck they're doing right yeah. well it, it seemed to me like they had a fantastic idea for the first the first season you take a main character every episode and you show them the backstory of how they ended up on the island or how they ended up on that plane and that was that was brilliant but you uh it, it's almost like they wrote that first season and they weren't prepared for any success yeah and, and all of a sudden oh shit now we gotta we have to get working on season two and that's honestly like in the first 20 minutes of the first episode of the second season i was lo- i was <laughs> i was lost i was gone <laughs> i was done i i didn't like it i didn't like it at all see i like the first two seasons in fact i even like the third season and i hung on through all six because i i tried to convince myself i liked it i like i could try to convince myself the writers knew what they were doing they had a plan and by the last episode i was finally like waking up going they're not going to resolve half these plot lines. Right. This is crazy. And uh, then it, it became as close, but I still think it was, I don't say it was not worth my time, but it's close to saying it was bad enough at the end that I, there's times I kind of regretted watching it. Yeah. Well, how many times have you heard in the last couple of years, even, even in the last 10 years, how many times have you heard after a series has ended, oh, now they got to make a movie and wrap things up? Like how many, like oh, yeah. Sopranos, yeah. Rest of Development. Arrested Development, Soprano. Well, I mean, Arrested Development. That was because they were canceled before their time. But mm-hmm. I mean, the Sopranos legitimately ended. They ended that series, and then it was almost like the next day, the headlines were that the creators were talking about making a movie to wrap things up. It's like, no, you just wrap things up. They, you yeah, just yeah. wrapped it up right there. You're done. Yeah, you know, if they did, nobody would have liked that movie. Like nobody would have been satisfied by whatever they did. Right. And but I'm. I feel like like Breaking Bad and there's there's. You know, you can point to a bunch of TV shows that have ended where they people were like, yeah, well, okay, now they're going to make a movie about it. Now they have to wrap things up with a movie. Um, it just seems to me that when you have a very, very successful show and then maybe it ends before it's time, maybe it's a creator knowing, hey, it's time to get out of this. You know, I have to leave this story because I've, I'm done telling the story. Um, you know, there's, there's something to be said about a, a creator that uh, knows when it's time to give up a little bit i i have yeah. to hand it to him i mean this is a this is a way bizarre uh thing that maybe coincidence i don't know but uh the people that made the movie tangled for disney um mm-hmm. in the era of sequels of course everything gets a sequel i mean it's it's a cash grab if you have something that's successful you've got to make a sequel to it of course you do and the creator of tangled the guy that wrote the story said i'm not doing a second one this is, we told our story we're done there's nothing right. else nothing else to tell it is all over and of course they ditched that guy and they made a tv show but <laughs> still right. well that that's that's what you know especially disney does with all the with all the you know there's mulan 2 and pocahontas 2 and yep. all the, you know, the mermaid 2 and yeah they go straight to dvd or whatever it is but, but, but they but also people buy them they yeah. people buy them could yep. be, it could be the yep. worst movie ever but it you know it it, Got it the doesn't disney. matter if it has or the they disney make a tv show like it was an Aladdin TV show. There was, you know, yeah, right. But what I was getting at was, you have to give props to the that the guy that wrote it. I don't remember his name off the top of my head, but I watched an interview with him, and he's like, "Eh, we're done. What what else do you want me to say? What do you, 
Right. You know? She cut her hair yeah. off, and it's all over. Get over it. Well, like the, I don't know. I know you guys weren't fans, but that uh, Thirteen Reasons Why that was on Netflix. Yeah. One season done. The guy they, based on a book. The guy that wrote the book even said, "I thought about writing a second book, but I honestly didn't know what I could say in the second book that would have meant anything." But of course, since it was a runaway hit, boom, yep. second season. Yeah. Yep. Getting season two, so, yep. whether you like it or not, either you know make it or yourself or get out of the way. That's right. That's what they do, and it's a shame too because you know you risk. You know who knows? Maybe the second season of Thirteen Reasons Why will be good for whatever reason. But I want to see what you said. Like she's been hiding away on, under a bridge the whole time, just fucking with everybody. <laughs> yeah, oh, that would be great. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's all. That's, that, that, that's how I watched 13 Reasons Why was after t- after talking to you, Tom, and you said, when you watch it, just think of her as the villain. She And yeah. that she is. She's yep. the bad guy. She's yep. totally, completely the bad guy in that. But wouldn't that be something if she was alive the whole time and just punking everybody? <laughs> and like, great. like watching, yeah, watching from the distance and, you know, at the very end when everybody's just absolutely... They're committing suicide. They're like that one kid that does shoot himself, and like all of them have gotten so terrible. Like one of them's a drug addict and is on <laughs> on death's door. The other one is one so, of shooting up the school or something. Yeah, and one of them's so eaten up with guilt that he'll never love again. And then she just shows up like, <laughs> "Fuck you, motherfucker!" <laughs> yeah. Explains her explains her plan like a Scooby Doo villain. Yeah. Well, what I did was I took a class on how to make realistic dummies, and I filled it full of. <laughs> Red Kool Aid and put in the top. Yeah, I would. I I would actually enjoy that. I would. I would just switch my opinion right there. It just goes batshit crazy. Yeah, I would respect it. But so anyway, so what TV shows do you guys? Did you ever sit there watch the entire run and then get done with it and say same thing? I never. I wish I never started. Well, besides Lost. (laughs) Okay. Well, I guess you didn't watch all. I didn't watch in. I. I actually have been become pretty good at ditching TV shows. I know you have a problem. <laughs> I've been where, better. I've been better. Where you, if you're, if you invest yourself yeah. at all, you've got to finish. But I've actually gotten pretty good about if I, if if it starts slipping, I will ditch a show. Uh, you know, I don't have, I don't, I don't have time. I don't have time for bad storytelling, bad effects, bad this and that. Mm-hmm. I. I for some reason, there are a couple things like I'm watching this new series, The Mist, just simply because I adore the premise. I I want it to be really good, mm-hmm. and for the most part, it is good. But it is also the details are just as bad, if not worse, than The Walking Dead. Ooh, wow! <laughs> I'm surprised you're still watching it. Well, yeah. oh, that's that's usually I, a deal breaker for you. It is. Anybody listens yeah. know how much you loathe The Walking Dead now. So. <laughs> But I, but I, I, I want it to work, and I'm willing to suspend disbelief on so many things that, like, I want it to work because the mist. If you even the TV show, even the movie, even the book, you know, if you erased all that, you've still got this unbelievable universe that is so rich. Because uh, I remember in the book, uh, there's a storm coming, and there's lightning that crashes, and the the sliding glass door explodes because lightning crashes the guy's house, the main character's house. And he delves into like, you'll never be more scared in your life than when you think about what could have happened to your own kid. Like your brain runs away with itself. When you think about all the terrible things that can happen to your children. Yes. And, and so like that's, that's terror. Then you roll in a mist 
that you can't go out in or you're going to die. So wherever you land, that's where you're staying. Mm-hmm. So there are monsters outside, and then you're you're left to your own devices. Or maybe if you're with a group, you're left to the devices of other people, and <laughs> other people are fucking crazy. You know, nobody wants to be in a supermarket with a bunch of people that go Lord of the Flies on you. So you want to sacrifice people, right? So it's it's a wicked good story. It's a it's a really good premise. And I just, I want it to work so bad in the movie, especially the ending of the movie. Oh, yes. So, yes. Oh, my God. It, it was it. just a dream, a dream come true that somebody got it right. So when I, I was in the, I was just say, when I watched it in the theater, my first thought after I watched it was, if a horror movie was ever going to win an Oscar, this would be it. Yeah. Because that was, yeah. it was amazing. So, it was great. So I want, anyway, I want the TV show to work so bad. I'm willing to look past this, hold on, the stupid... <laughs> ignorant just things that are that make me want to just shut it off and walk away and go do something else because trust me it is full of them but i i also think that that's just tv now you know what i mean i think that they they know that the majority of people watching are stupid morons that don't care they just like blindly i want i want to be blindly entertained i don't give a shit about any of the details and that's that's okay. I'm not. I mean, I'm not knocking people for being idiots, but <laughs> I will. You're the reason why bad TV's out there because they yeah. know they can get away well, with it. That, that's a good point, though. I think that people are just used to that. Yeah, they are used to having these, you know, short-sighted shortcomings, or you know, and it's and it can break it down into something as stupid as in this scene, the glass is full of beer and. And they do a cutscene and they come back and it's only been two seconds and it's empty or whatever. And it's just people have just <laughs> accepted these things right. and they don't even really pay attention to them. And I think the the, the people that do are in the minority. Absolutely. And, and you know, AKA oh, okay, I, oh, The Walking Dead has lost, has lost Tom as a viewer. They don't care. They've got a million other, you know, right. knuckle right. draggers who, who don't care. You know, right? So, or even it, people like us that we kind of we care, but we're willing to overlook it, like right? And that's yeah. Yeah. and that's yes. that's where I'm headed with the mist. In maybe it'll cure me. I I oh, hope it does because yeah. because I was fully on board with the first three seasons of The Walking Dead. I loved it. I still I I saw the uh, the intro the other day on YouTube. I just I looked up you know the the guy that does the voiceovers, the narrator. He mm-hmm. died recently, so I was kind of like searching for where I could hear his voice, and I saw the intro, and I'm like, "Wow, that's it's a really good intro." I mean, the premise is unbelievable. I love that whole universe of zombies and then trying to survive afterwards. And then I just think about some of the stupidity in the show, and I can't, I can't take it. But I want to, mm-hmm. like, I really want to like it, um, but I really wish there was somebody that had said, "Listen, Battlestar Galactica." And uh, The Walking Dead are going to turn out to suck. Do not watch them. So I found myself watching clips of Battlestar Galactica literally yesterday. Like I, I was like, I remember loving like the, the scenes where they're fighting in space. The I think it was the beginning of the third season where they like try to rescue everybody that was on that new Caprica planet. With you know, yep. like, that was amazing. That was some of the best sci-fi I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, they, said that. yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say that's the one where they they come out of warp speed or something in atmosphere. Yeah, they go into the atmosphere, then go into light speed to get away from you know. It's like yeah. it's like a masterfully planned strategy to you know go against a overwhelming force, and they sacrifice the second 
the Pegasus to you know get away and all kind. Of, it's just super cool. And even before that, all the scenes with the ships coming out and fighting the Cylons, it was super cool. The premise was cool. Like you never know who's a Cylon and what they're up to and why they're doing this. And it was edge of your seat stuff. And then it ended with angels. Like the people that were inside each other's heads were actually angels and space ghosts. Star- space ghost. And he, she wasn't even coast to coast. It was terrible. <laughs> yeah, that's a good show. <laughs> But uh, old Kentucky Shark has always been there. Um, but yeah, it it was so bad that I I actually fully regret watching it because it ended yeah. so horribly. Oh yeah, we're gonna go to Earth, and this has all been in the past. Even though we and somehow our legends of like Greek gods are gonna be passed down for tens of thousands of years in this one little part of the continent that Nora. It was ridiculous. It was utterly oh, ridiculous. Oh uh, yeah, which which Greek god is Starbuck? Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> well, you have Apollo. <laughs> Uh, anyway, wow! Well, I'm I'm really glad that I missed yeah. Battlestar Galactica. The only thing yeah. I know of it is from uh, Robot Chicken. That's oh, all I know, uh, yeah. and, and it just everybody going, "I'm a Cylon! I'm a Cylon!" I'm a yeah, Cylon, you know, <laughs> yeah. And that's that's all I'm I know. That was enough for. Well, hopefully, that's what this podcast achieves: is somebody can be listening to this and say, "Oh, well, I won't give that a shot now." I <laughs> I was going to start that tomorrow, and now I won't because I trust you. <laughs> Um, on that same vein, heroes don't even bother. Yeah, don't bother with heroes. If you ever see first two seasons, I maintain, and I, I think I disagree with you on this one. First two and a half seasons, yeah, because the second season people shit on, but it, it was abbreviated because of the writer's strike. Mm-hmm. And I, I still think what they had was worth watching. The first half of the third season was still pretty cool. Second half, of the third season sucked. Fourth season was an abortion. The uh, when it came back a couple of years ago, I watched the whole thing and wanted to punch myself in the dick because I did it. I don't know why. Well, I yeah, stuck I, with it. I, I only, uh, I only watched the first season. I watched no, I watched the first two seasons and gave the third season a shot. And and had it. I say that the first season was good. It the final episode, the final fight was that was junk, disappointing. Yeah, very disappointing. But at least like twenty three of the twenty four episodes in the first season were decent. It was good television. Yeah, some of that was amazing. Good. Yeah, the whole style of it was they built it up. It was it was unfurled really well. I I I really liked the first season. Yeah, and then save the cheerleader, save the world. But the king of all these shows like that. Oh, now honorable mention: Prison Break. That was definitely one where they didn't expect it to be. I mean, you can tell they did not expect that to be a hit. Right. And the second season, like shit, what do we do now? The entire thing's called Prison Break. (laughs) And they just broke out of prison. What, What do we do? Yeah, it was terrible. But uh, break them out again. I mean, the first season was awesome. After that, it was nothing. I, just, I guess it just came back, and I didn't even bother with it because it was so bad. Yeah. But um, Dexter, the king of all regrets. <laughs> yeah, I haven't watched a single episode, oh and it's and thank nope. you, thank you a million times over for telling me I should not oh, even start that. Don't even start. That is the king of all. I I really wish I I want to become a physicist and build a time machine just so I could go back and keep myself from watching that show. <laughs> That's what I, I want to channel Doc Brown, get my DeLorean, kill Marty, and then go back and punch myself to keep myself from watching that. Those, that's my checklist. See, that's strange because I've I've had other people who've come up to me like, oh, have you seen Dexter? It's great. And I'm just like, no, I haven't seen it. And I just have the, never bothered to. I tried to watch the first episode and it just didn't, just didn't pique my interest. You know, I got the whole premise to it, but I was just like, you know what? I'm good. I'm all set with that. You know, and that's all it took. Well, Full disclosure for anybody that I'm going to bear my soul here. I got a, <laughs> I have a master's degree in forensic science. I've been interested in that. Not to, you know, brag. I guess I'm bragging a little. But anyways, 
while I was in this course, while I was taking these classes, I actually had this idea of like, man, what if you had somebody that used the knowledge of their forensic science and stuff like that to be oh, a serial? You, sh- you should have wrote yourself a letter and put it in the mail. Yeah, I know, right? See, it could have worked. <laughs> I didn't flesh it out, but I just had that idea. So when I saw the show, I was like, oh, that's so cool. It's exactly what I thought of. A guy that's a forensic. In fact, he was a blood spatter, not splatter, never splatter, but blood spatter pattern expert who was a forensics expert and which is what i was always the most interested in and um yeah and it was that and the first few seasons were great i mean this guy with a double life he's killing mofos but they deserve it but he's still like a serial killer it was really good really interesting and then right of a tell okay i'm gonna say spoilers but screw you i don't care uh his wife gets killed by another by john lithgow weirdly enough well, he's a bad another serial killer oh, yeah. yeah don't fuck with him yeah but uh Unless you're a gremlin on the side of a wing of a plane, but they can yes. get away with it. Well, he messed up Denzel Washington pretty good, so. All right. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, but it, once his wife dies, it, the show goes off a cliff, and it ends with Dexter giving his son to a messed up chick and then becoming a lumberjack and dumping his sister in the ocean. That's how it ends up, and it's freaking terrible. And it's it's so bad. It's, it gets so, And it drags downwards for seasons as it goes. That you're just like, why? Why did I do this? Why did I start? It's just terrible, just awful. Don't don't start. Don't ever start it. You'll hate yourself well, for finishing it. <laughs> I know people that feel the same way about The Sopranos, but I actually I loved the final scene in The Sopranos. I, th- I think that's interesting that you brought that up because I was one of those people who was um, really disappointed and kind of felt like I was robbed. And then uh, we talked about it, and yeah. you, you told me how you know, how to interpret that. And as soon as like, I heard what you had to say, you know, I was like, yeah, no, that's, that's the perfect ending. That's how, how else would you do it? That's, that's the way it's gotta be, you know, Mm -hmm. um, that, that fade to black says a lot more than, than uh, a lot of other stuff. Right. Yeah. And who knows if that was their intention. That was definitely the way I interpreted it and it made sense to me. So I ran with it and then I, I didn't expect the criticism. It wasn't one of those things that I watched and I was like, oh, everybody's going to hate that. It was more <laughs> along the lines of, you know, th- that's exactly how it needed to end. He needed to never know who was going to get him. He ne- he needed, we needed to know as the audience that he was just for the rest of his life going to be looking over his shoulder and yada, yada. And uh, boy, people got mad. Woo. Didn't they get yes. mad? People re- <laughs> regretted. They regretted watching every single episode. And there was some. Great well, I, was say, I, I never even watched that show, but I still remember. I, I was still caught up in all the controversy about it. I even watched should, the ending. You again. should watch it. You should definitely watch it. I think that is time well spent. Yeah, the Sopranos, Twin, Twin Peaks and Sopranos are on my list to sit yeah. down finally someday and actually watch. Well, yeah. if when you do finally watch Twin Peaks, let me know because <laughs> I want to watch it as well, and I would love to discuss it because when I watched Twin Peaks the first go round, I was I think a teenage kid and i didn't know shit from shit you know what i mean mm-hmm, like right. it is a very it's a real thinker real complex and back when i watched it the first time there was no friggin' internet there was no reddit groups there was no like deep theories and <laughs> you know any of these types of things so the next time it comes around the next time i watch it i definitely want to have a sounding board somebody that i can kind of talk to because it is fucking bonkers. <laughs> Twin Peaks is a crazy fucking show. Like backwards talking midgets or something like that. I oh, yeah. Understand. Yeah. This suit Back- better. Burns' suit. Burns' suit. 
Yeah, it's Simpsons. Pretty... Bring it back. Oh, you just wait till my trivia question. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Teacher. Uh-huh. No, it's actually an easy trivia question. I'm gonna I'm gonna under underhand pitch a softball to you. You now, shouldn't wait, say me, that. You shouldn't me in particular, that. or just throw it out there. Oh, okay, no, we'll for, find it. We'll find for it for you. Yeah, for you in particular. Okay. Um. So let's let's switch gears here a little bit. Let's do. And it. Let's move on. Let's move on to some things that uh, are really gonna make people question our sanity. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> We should, we should mention, what what have we seen that was a, like a little short, maybe a little internet thing that engaged us but was so, so wrong? Uh, how about <laughs> one man, one jar? Oh, that's okay. terrible. Let's, let's, I hey, let's go. did not see let's, that. What is that? Let's do, <laughs> let's do what he did, or let's do what he didn't do, and let's ease it in, okay? <laughs> let's, let's talk. I was cutting to the chase. Enough of this yeah. foreplay, you know? Yeah. Now let's let's tease a little bit longer and let's talk about uh, salad fingers. Oh yes, yeah, because That's good. I like it when the red water flows. Because <laughs> salad fingers is awesome, but it's not for everybody. It's not for barely anybody. <laughs> well, I think that it's for dark sense of humored people. And yeah, David Firth. If anybody wants to go YouTube David Firth and just dive in, uh, we'll see you on the other side. Mm. Yes, but, we will. Um, he's a special individual and uh, has some really original ideas and has a an incredible talent. I guess is the best way to put it. But he's best known in, for, as far as I'm concerned, he's best known for Salad Fingers. And um, what Salad Fingers is is an animated like short that you can find on YouTube. That it's a series. It's a it's a series, and I guess for no other reason. There are some themes that span episodes, but they don't they don't mean anything. Or on the surface they don't mean anything. They're and dark. They're they're very dark and like the music in the background is supposed to be unsettling. It, it just whether it's supposed to or not, it's very unsettling. It's the the animation style itself is unsettling. And then the I always felt like if somebody took a tool video and animated it, that would be salad. <laughs> yeah. I yeah, guess I can- yeah, that's um, it's pretty bad. But it's uh, it's also interesting. Like it's I don't know. Maybe I'm just a sick motherfucker. But I no, I wanted it's... to watch every single episode, and I wanted like I wanted an answer. <laughs> I well, wanted... that's, that's that's another thing is is there are a lot of theories out there. Again, if you go on YouTube and after you've looked up Salad Fingers, and then you're like Salad Fingers explained, there are some lengthy. Um, videos out there with viewers who have pieced together everything from timestamps on certain implements that they see, words that they used, um, and and have pieced together this entire story for you. And again, whether whether or not that's really what David Firth had or not, right. who knows? But it is definitely interesting to read these these fan theories about it. And and again, it is it is kind of. Uh, unsettling and weird and there's finger puppets you know there's <laughs> just an oven you know it just goes on and on from there but it is very interesting and it, it, i think it is a um, it's you can watch it and if you're just you know a neanderthal you'll be like wow that was really weird and that was disturbing and this was disturbing but if you want to take it a little step further you can get more um onto the intellectual side of it and dig a little deeper and it and it's like a bottomless pit yeah. See, no, I got to admit, I, I was the Neanderthal. I mean, I liked it, 
and I watched it a couple times, but it's been a while. But I never really considered that there would be anything hidden meanings or deeper. I just oh. figured this guy was like, "Oh my, I'm gonna put some weird stuff that's gonna be gonna mess with you on." on yeah, I'm gonna know. I'm gonna drop some acid, and then I'm yeah. gonna write some stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it is it is you can. But I like well, I like the idea that there's. But I, I really want to go back and rewatch it because I like the idea that there's hidden stuff in there. I, I definitely think that first watch like maybe some of the fan, the, the fan theories and then rewatch it all again. And you're like, oh, yeah, they were talking about that part. And that's from World War One. And, <laughs> you know, that was I think it goes on to just like his his finger puppets are actually his family. And yeah. he, hmm. he he had a daughter and his daughter married this guy and it upset him and you know it just goes on and on it's yeah. it's very interesting especially if you have the time well it's it's a pool with the deep end and you can get as deep as you want <laughs> and there's yes. an anchor at the bottom yes, exactly. so don't get hooked on to it yeah don't <laughs> but um salad fingers is probably when we're talking about disturbing videos and disturbing things that you shouldn't watch that's you know that's kind of the mildest of the of the group it's the tip well, of the iceberg <laughs> to say the least there's the one we mentioned before we started was der schlonger man yeah <laughs> which is still mild but it's so it's hilarious and yeah. it's so fucked up yes. Just that's that's very crazy. very common but very nobody common. but nobody should go watch it <laughs> let's see what's i'll give a synopsis well. because this is one of the few that i actually discovered and i told you guys about yeah so i'll, I'll yeah. give a synopsis of it it's stop motion animation like claymation type of thing and it's like barbie and ken but ken is der schlangerman and the entire thing's in german or like swiss german or something like that yeah and as it sounds like he's got a giant uh, schlangerman yeah. <laughs> like a big clay palace just like sticking off his you know ken's smooth crotch and he's like picking up barbie in a bar takes her back to his place but since barbie has you know not the equipment that she's supposed to have he whips out a chainsaw and goes to town to make the equipment that he needs to use yeah and then randomly, there's Nazis, and he's fucking cheap. <laughs> I, I listen. I, the whole thing is hilarious to me. It's not offensive, and the only thing that I find incredibly questionable and makes me look over my shoulder when I see it is the one dude that is sticking the Schlanger man in his mouth. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Stops being stop motion, and the real guy sticks in his mouth. Blows on it like it's like a little like a kid's pipe with like a bubbles coming out of it. Uh, yeah, and goes to me. man is super good. Yeah, <laughs> that to me is the one. Like, oh, I'm on a list. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oops. Yeah, I just watched that. Can't got gotcha you right it. there. Got gotcha And right it right comes there. off like a like a commercial. So there's a part where he's like rotating on a platform, and the the schlong swipes across <laughs> your screen and leaves a snail trail. It's the greatest thing. <laughs> That's yeah. my favorite part. Yeah. That is. <laughs> but um. Just to reiterate, nobody could, nobody should go watch that. <laughs> it's it's so wrong. It's so great. <laughs> to Schlanger man, um, and of course, I don't. I probably don't have to talk to you guys about two girls, one cup, or any of that stuff. Yeah, which was fake uh, though. So it's kind of comes off the fake. list. I think it it is fake. Well, but equal, it's no, fake, but at the same time, some of the movies we're going to talk about obviously fake too. So maybe it still stays in the same yeah. category. Uh, one guy, one jar is definitely not fake. That's that no. one I've never heard of. I got yeah. right here, right now. I've never heard of that one. You've got uh, homework. <laughs> Did you? I? Yeah. Yep. You're gonna have to watch uh, it now. I'm kind of wary here. <laughs> I don't Thing, know. Yeah. Things you can't unsay. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't see. Like, don't go watch it. Based on my dark, dark mind, I'm thinking glass jars and anuses, but I don't. Yeah. There <laughs> you go. You're you're hitting it. 
Nice. So did Probably he. Probably not as hard as the guy hits it, I guess. Yeah. Let's, well, you'll, let's, you'll let's just say it. I'm, I will it, see. it ended with a trip to the emergency room. <laughs> Unlike Mr. Hands, which is a trip to the morgue. Yes. Yeah. yeah that's that's another one. Yeah. <laughs> I have not seen Mr. Hands. Um, the, the story, quick story behind Mr. Hands is there was a high mucky muck security clearance guy for Boeing. I think is that correct? So. Yes, that's what I recall. And it he as. enjoyed he enjoyed his horse in more <laughs> ways than one. And um, he died from a perforated colon because he had an accident while while surf- servicing his horse and uh, refused to go to the hospital because he would have lost his clearance at Bowen. So. Seems legit. Now Mr. there is there is um, a. Uh... Again, finding the clip nowadays is rather difficult. Um, I'm sure if you want to dive deep into the, the dark web, I'm sure you can <laughs> find it with ease. Um, but there is a uh, documentary out there about this movie that I saw a part of. Um, I didn't get to finish it for whatever reason. Uh, but the movie is called Zoo. It came out in 2007. And it is all about um, this incident and what happens and you know what these guys actually wow. did a yeah. documentary about that's yeah you're, that. you're they don't reenact you know um the actual incident where the guy gets killed or well he didn't die instantly of course but uh i don't think that they do that but they explain like they interview the <laughs> the, the guys who own the farm um you can't see their faces <laughs> they've got their faces are kind of blacked out um but they do have actors reenact some of the interactions <laughs> oh, that they had. That might be better than the actual <laughs> clip. Just watch reenactment. <laughs> yeah. Looking longingly into your horse's eyes. Yeah. <laughs> some soft music in the background. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, cause when that guy was, um, got hurt, I'm never gonna dance again. The yo. way I dance with you. Is it, is it <laughs> bizarre that I thought of the same song when you said, that? Oh my God, that's awesome. <laughs> and I just, I wasn't going to sing any careless whisper, but, <laughs> anyway, I guess it's the the sax solo there that the sax intro. <laughs> I yeah. want to see the reenactment with like a plastic horse, like a Lego figure, you know, just something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awful! Wow. But, yeah, <laughs> I, that, I love that. There's a documentary about that. That's yep, yep. It's that's, called Zoo. I want to see that. Like, I just I don't even want to watch. It. I just want to imagine it. Like the farmer, the guy that owns the horse or whatever, is like these damn kids come to my horse. Fucking my horse all day. I keep telling him to get stay away from my horse. Well, it was He's actually the complete. Farm. It was actually the complete opposite, where uh-huh. these guys would invite people to come out to their farm and be naked and be with the animals and well, stuff like that. Yeah, that's uh, to yeah, each but, their own. Right. Whatevs. Whatevs. Well, so you you can still find uh, the Mister Hands video out there, but you're probably going to have to go to some un, unscrupulous site to see to it. Sacrifice yeah. a goat first or something. I um. Yeah, I I have to say that I have zero desire to to see it. Mm-hmm. Just knowing its existence is enough for me. It uh, makes me well, sleep well at night. I don't I don't think I'm going to describe it or anything, but um, I have seen it. But the basically the sound the guy makes when it happens is, <laughs> is, mm-hmm. it is it is ter- It's a terrible sound. It is yeah. like it's like getting punched so hard in the stomach that. You know, you lose wind, but you grunt a little bit. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it's that's that's something that I think uh, so the it, general it, people can avoid. 
in my imagination, it's the kind of sound you'd make if a, if a horse were mounting you from behind. Yes, with a, uh, you know, two-foot erect penis. <laughs> and, you know, your buddy sits there and aims it right up your anus. And then the horse takes three, you know, takes two steps forward and it all disappears inside yeah. of you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, that's, yeah. two steps yeah. forward, two steps back. We come together because opposites attract. Uh, Paula Abdul, nineteen eighty. I can see her fucking a horse. Whoa, whoa, wow! Yeah. If she fucked a cartoon cat. She could fuck a horse. I'm just saying. <laughs> Where do you think he got his hairballs? Right. <laughs> we just lost a listener. I'm sure Paula Abdul was a faithful fan until yes. this moment. Wow, that was eighty nine. I would have thought it was a couple years earlier than that, but hey, you know, Paula. He got Abdul. It out of the way before the nineties hit. Got out of the system. Yep. Well, yeah, we got to get this song out. So let's talk about some movies. Let's so talk starting, about starting milder, which is a weird way to say this. I want to say um, Antichrist. Yeah, oh, yeah. Anti- Antichrist is definitely a movie that nobody should watch. No, and it's I. I don't think. I guess I. I didn't understand the title of the movie. Like nobody we, does. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, because. That, that, it, that's another movie that has a lot of fan theory out there where right, you can right. get shit explained. There's feminism. There's not feminism. There's it's like yeah, anti-feminism. Na- nature versus nurture. There's all kinds of stuff. It goes on and on and on. Isn't so the, there uh, female castration and yes, yeah, yeah, with scissors. Yeah, just it's bad. I, I think uh, any type of movie where a guy gets hit in the dick with a brick. <laughs> and then not one of those uh, fun rap songs hit the dick with a brick <laughs> right and then it is uh yeah manhandled to ejaculate blood yeah yes. and you, you watch the whole thing like that is some unimaginable pain and you just watched it and yeah it's a movie it's fake it's not like willem dafoe really took a brick to the dick but still well, he's a method actor so you never know for sure dick <laughs> punch yeah <laughs> but yeah i mean this is this is where we're starting off this is the example of i mean Tons and tons. This is a movie, and I've going through some of the movies we're going to talk about. Each one of them has at least some segment of the population that raves about this movie, saying it's a tour de force, it's avant garde, it's groundbreaking and creative. Like these are movies that are so messed up that you might even just look as a grown adult person will maybe even look away from the screen because it's so bad. But you can't stop. And there's people out there that are like, "This is amazing. This is pure art." This is, you know, it's never been done. and It's got to be hailed as a classic forever. And that's so weird to me. At the same time, I get it. And I don't know. I, I don't know how to reconcile those two parts. No, I, I think I think I get it. I, I'm going to concur with you on that because I've actually watched Antichrist probably four times. Wow. And that's that's four times too many. And that's uh, <laughs> part of that. I'm going to say the majority of that, of why I watched it so many times is because I didn't get it. I didn't understand what was going on. Yeah. Um, but I think the movie is, uh, I mean, I think it's well done. The uh, the scenes, the acting, you know, you get a real good feel for what's going on. It's very gritty. Right. Um, it's, I was just going to say that. It's filmed in a style that is very unique, and it does make it, it's gritty. That's yes. the best way to put it. It's, yep. it's not filmed in such a way to put you at ease at any second. Well, the beginning even, like it starts off with a kid dying. And it's very stark and stylized and artistic with, like, you know, the musical score and all that stuff. And Right, because it's like, slow motion and he's falling out a window, right? Right, yep. and the, the parents are, you know, humping in bed 
while this kid's falling off a balcony. That's how it starts. And it's like a weird, it's like you're watching something very artistic and very messed up at the same time. Right. Yeah. It's... What's, what's the, like, the implication is that the mom kind of sees it happening but doesn't do anything because she's getting her rocks off or something? Yes. She's, and again, it depends on what theory you want to find, but um, as far as who knows, fetishes and pain and suffering and the combination of that with sex, I mean, I don't really all understand all of that. But I, again, like you said, I think, because I think they were, they were not in bed. I think they were like upright and, and she just watched while her husband was going to town on her and she just watched. And that was, you know, probably some kind of a weird, disturbing sexual high for her, I guess. I, 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 again, I, I don't really understand that part, nor would I want to, I guess. I think if I watched Antichrist and I understood everything and knew how it went, um, I'd be concerned about myself. (laughs) Agreed. That was, that's, it's a, it's a bad, I, I guess it's a bad movie for me anyway, in a bunch of different ways. And I think that that the, the first five minutes really set the tone and, I was never at ease. I didn't like anything yeah, about know. it. It was it was one of those things. It was like, can this movie be over? And <laughs> you know, when you when you see like the graphic, you know, some of the graphic stuff that goes on, it's it's almost like at this point, I think they're showing me things just to try and shock me, and I'm I'm no longer shocked because I've I've already seen it, or you know, I un- I understand that whoever made this film wants me to be physically sick because I watched them. Yeah. You can never be comfortable when you watch this or else he's failed. Uh, who's a Lars Van Trier. The guy that made it. Yeah. Well, good, good on him for fucking up the movie. <laughs> <laughs> he made a, he made a movie. It's like a two parter called Nymphomaniac. Not that long ago. And I actually watched both parts. It's a, it's the same woman, the same, the woman that played the wife is the star of this one. And it's exactly what it sounds like. The story of a nymphomaniac. And it's exactly that. Her sexcapades through life, and it's the most unsexy thing you've ever seen in your life. She just she's boning away throughout the entire movie, and there's nothing sexy about it. It's the like congratulations, you achieved that feat. Especially the actress that got to play the younger version of her is pretty hot, and you still like it's not arousing whatsoever. And it doesn't help that um, Shia LaBeouf is part of it too. <laughs> wow, he's gone crazy, huh? Oh, he's yeah, yeah. that man. Whoa. Yeah, but you know, I. He, after the first Transformers movie, he did an interview and he talked about, um, like he'd have panic attacks. He'd be riding his bike in LA and like leave the city a little bit and would have panic attacks that people weren't recognizing him. (laughs) His, his ego was such that, and you know, good for him for admitting it, but he used to say that like he'd get off his bike and take his helmet off and yell at cars going by like, you don't know who I am. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so that was you knew that he was a psycho from then. Anyway, I guess not to, he just recently had his Mel Gibson moment. Yeah, like he just got pulled over and told the cop, black cop, that he's going to hell because he's black or something like that. Yeah, God. So there, there you go, buddy. Congratulations, God. Yeah, you didn't want to work in Hollywood again, anyway. Yeah, no, you're all set. So okay, I think all three of us know what the number one movie is going to be for messed up movies. Yes, but there's at least two in between. That I don't know between between the two of you. I'm just going to say this: Cannibal Holocaust or Where the Dead Go to Die. Which one's worse? Well, or which one? Which one's the next step from Antichrist? I'll say that. Okay, I I'll take that simply because Cannibal Holocaust does not hold hold up over time. I, I disagree with you. I would disagree as well. I don't. Well, for the time, it was meant to be a found footage. Yeah. Thing like 1980, it, I think, right? 
Right. And it's not a found footage thing. So as soon as you, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a movie and it, for what it's worth, it's done well. I haven't seen it in a very long time. When you, when you said you were watching it, I looked up a bunch of stuff and saw, watched a bunch of clips and all the clips I saw were meh, you know, it, yeah, it's disturbing in its own way because they're, they're working with natives. They're killing animals. They're, you know, they were, they were doing things a lot for, I guess, shock value and things along those lines. But again, if you took the same exact premise and made it today with better effects and stuff like that, you know, it could probably be pretty good. But for me, especially watching those clips recently, it just didn't hold up over time. So well, I think you could not remake that movie. Like, hey, you could remake it because and. I feel like I'm proud of myself for this fact that some of the more squeamish parts of watching that movie, because I, I, I just watched it like a couple of weeks ago for the first time, and they literally killed animals as part of this movie. Like They, they show them like gutting a turtle, gutting a muskrat or something like that, uh, killing a pig. Like They actually kill these. Like This is pre-PETA, so they actually kill these things. Uh, it was Italian, I believe, so they got away with it. Although I guess for the time they still got a lot of shit, but um, they, I don't think at least as far as a mass market type of release, they could not remake this movie again. They just absolutely could not do it. Well, okay, so you you take the most disturbing thing from that movie and you describe it, and then I'm going to take the most disturbing thing from Where the Dead Go to Die and describe it, <laughs> and I guarantee Where the Dead Go to Die, the most disturbing scene beats Cannibal Holocaust in but, the most but, disturbing. But there's a difference between the two movies. That is that you know, one is all computer generated graphics while the other one you have actors you know it's and and the the computer images that are used in where the dead go to die again they they do their job it's definitely a a disturbing movie it's definitely something that nobody should watch um but there is that buffer as opposed to it's not quite real this is one of my things whenever i i watch any type of movie um when it comes to um like I don't know, like like rape scenes. I'm really not a fan of rape scenes in in anything. Um, you know, it always turns my stomach. I always don't. I don't want to watch it. I don't like hearing it. I'll, you know, that's. I can watch somebody get skinned alive. That's no big deal. But <laughs> you know, when some poor girl's getting raped, you know, like Casualties of War with Michael J. Fox. I just that that movie I thought was brutal. Um, and there's some other movies out there as well. Never even heard but, of that one. What movie? Casualties of War. I, I don't Yo, know. You that. never saw that? No. No. No, well, you got some more homework so, today. A Michael J. Fox rape movie sounds so it, incongruous to me. <laughs> it, and it's and it's a Vietnam era movie as well. Oh, okay. Wow. So, but I mean, that's something I never like. Um, so when I see actors portray uh, a rape scene, you know, instantly I'm not not enjoying that scene. I'm not like, oh yeah, I want to watch this again. Um, and then when you look at where the dead go to die. Um, the the computer graphics in it are what numbs it for me that okay right. whoever thought this up they're definitely on a different plane but there's that <laughs> there's that buffer you know when there's there's you know rape scenes and uh, cannibal holocaust and and again it's maybe because the the movie's older and it's it's shot you know just you know not in hd and all this other stuff you know i think that adds a bit of a bit of grit to that movie as well, you know, the, and I thought the way that 
the characters interact again the acting was terrible in cannibal holocaust it was just it was terrible for the most part but just the images of real people going through these things um will always speak more to me than uh, a computer generated graphic like if like if optimus prime rapes megatron <laughs> i'm not i'm not going to care you know that's I something could, i actually want to see <laughs> You know, I'm not I'm not going to care about that. I'm not going to feel anything for that. And even if, you know, but when you when you take a 1970s horror flick or, you know, Last House on the Left, you know, yeah, I thought that was I just spit on your grave or something spit on your grave, stuff like that. You know, those, those movies. I'm yeah, I'm like, wow, these these are these are brutal. These are terrible. Even if even if somebody would deem that scene to be, you know, out of date or not of high quality or the acting was terrible. I mean, I don't know how, how else to word it, though. Really. Well, I'd say that that gritty style is one of the reasons why the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original one, was scary to me, was how it was filmed. I mean, yeah. And it's, it's I mean, a, a movie's a movie's a movie for me, and it's very difficult for me uh, to get scared by, by those types of things. So, and maybe... A lot of it has to do with the fact that I'm desensitized and those types of things. And so I guess for me, when it comes to content, uh, Cannibal Holocaust, I'm not going to knock it. I mean, it is disturbing in its own way. I'm just saying that Where the Dead Go to Die for the, a lot of the themes, regardless of being computer generated, are just as bad right. as the, the granddaddy of all that we'll get to later. I mean... The the scene where uh, the dog is eating the <laughs> ma- the maggot infested fetus out of the woman's vagina while the, the that young- wasn't even the worst. I know, but you know what I'm saying. Like, like I can't even describe that scene to someone. Antichrist. Yeah, but uh, but what I'm saying is is like if you're if you have somebody that's brand new to the conversation and they don't know. They can figure you out pretty quick when you start talking about a little boy losing his virginity to a dog while the dog is <laughs> is aborting a mother's. You know I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. This is the scene in, in where the dead go to die. I'm just going to lay it out there. You have a talking black lab named Labby who convinces a little boy that his mother, his pregnant mother, is carrying the Antichrist. So, oh geez, what does the kid kill him? Or does the dog kill him? I think the dog the, the dog kills him on and the, the, the kid both parents. Yes. Rips the dog rips the fetus out. And then the kid has to fuck the dog. Yes. While it's doing it though. Yes. Yeah. So I This guess- is the movie we're talking about. Yeah. We gave you a disclaimer and now you're here. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. That that to me And is... that's the first part of a three act movie. Three stories. That's the first story. I just I find that that subject matter is more disturbing than some people that went into uh, jungle, you know, and got what they deserved. Okay, well, what about what about some of the the animal killing scenes, which were genuine, actual animal killing scenes? Um, yeah. I'm I'm not a I'm not a fan of anybody who hurts animals by any stretch. Yeah, of the that imagination, was so. the most squeamish for me. Like I said before, that that I was like, wow, they're actually scutting that thing, yeah. the, which is hypocritical. I get because I eat animals. I'm a typical American. I'm sorry. I don't want to see how my animals are killed. I just want to eat the crap out of them. So I get that as hypocritical. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, did, it, it, wasn't like, it wasn't like when they, they, they caught the, uh, the turtle there. You know, they, right. didn't, uh, they didn't take a big stick and bash it over the head. Right. It wasn't and, that like, you know, yeah. they, it, they, it, it, it was purposely done, you know, we're going to carve around the shell and, 
you know, cut it here and it's cut it there. And it was, you're watching it twitching. flip and flap. You're right. Yeah. You know, it's still alive when it's being ripped from its its shell, you know? Yeah. Well, I, I don't, at the risk of just sounding like I don't give a shit, I, that kind of thing <laughs> doesn't affect me. Uh, you monster. I, if yeah. I'm a monster, I'm a monster. I mean, and I don't, I don't mind. I, if, if it's between me eating a burger and not eating a burger, I'm slicing the cow's neck myself. Well, like, I, I, I agree. Yeah, I and, agree. and I don't like all these shock videos that Peter Peter puts out where they're dipping chickens in boiling water and defeathering them and all that. You know, like putting them through an assembly line where they're ripping through pigs with chainsaws and stuff. I don't care. That yeah. like I don't. It, it doesn't affect me in any way, shape, or form. As a yeah, matter of fact, know. it makes me hungry. <laughs> so. <laughs> It's like, what kind like, of oil did they use? <laughs> yeah. So I don't, you know, I, I don't want to just sound callous. And, you know, if you've ever shot a deer and gutted it yourself and, you know, birds and squirrels and all those types of things, like I, that, that doesn't affect me in, in, in cinema. I don't, I don't have a lot of sympathy for, you know, that type of stuff either. Just, I don't know why I, it doesn't bother me. I, I recently watched, um, better not better off dead one crazy summer with the uh audio commentary and i never knew it until the audio commentary but the director was saying that his one regret in that movie was actually shooting the lobsters with a crossbow because he had he had the lobsters on the the moving wheel and they actually shot the lobsters with the crossbows and like he said it like oh my god i can't believe i did that and if i could go back and change anything and i didn't care like that didn't no nobody i mean where we live we live in maine so we yeah we we throw lobsters in boiling pots of water, like yeah, there's it's going weird... out of style. So yeah, there's I, a biological I, difference between watching like a mammal getting killed as as opposed to like a crustacean or squishing a spider or stopping right. a scorpion or something right. like it's, that. You know, I don't I, know. Yeah, it's not, even. it's not like you want a hamburger, so you walk up to a cow sitting in a field and you just break out like a a big cheese grater and just start scraping <laughs> off meat. You know, it's right. not like that. You know, they, no. I think to to kind of finish things on that i i guess i draw the line with dogs like oh yeah i mean if they if they were to really torture a dog or kill a dog in a movie or something like that that would certainly affect me in a in a way that it wouldn't like and i don't even give a shit about cats say what you will i'm sure i'll get <laughs> no, I'm with you. if anybody is still listening and is offended by the fact that i don't give a shit about a cat getting snapped in half by it you know i I don't care. I don't care about cats in the least. Dogs, yes. Uh, but you know, like the big hunt videos and. Okay, so this is just this is just a la carte for you. You're gonna pick and choose which animals you care about, which dogs. which can be skinned alive, and dogs. which can't, and just not dogs. Know. No, dogs is that's it. Everything else can <laughs> fucking die. I well, don't care. <laughs> I, I will say this: I'm not a cat fan whatsoever. I pretty I believe that people have forced themselves to become you know. Like, if you love your cat, that's not reciprocated. I, I firmly believe that. Yeah. Cats don't look at us as, like, affectionate sources, not like dogs. Having yeah. said that, I do remember watching, I think it was called Shocking Asia or something like that, about one of the, like, Korea or something like that where they eat cats. Mm-hmm. And at least at this place, they, like, showed it full stark, skinned a cat alive, cat wasn't dead, tossed it in a vat of boiling oil when it was still alive and just floating there. Its mouth was, like, moving up and down, like, in abject pain just like twitching in this vat of boiling oil that messed me up when i was younger i'm not not saying a kid i think i was in my 20s but still 
I was like, oh my god. Yeah, I don't. I don't think anybody would would want to see anything, even if you, it was a chipmunk or a squirrel or a cat or a pig, you know. And another thing, like if I was going to cook cats, the first thing I'd do was would kill them. I mean, because yeah, you even try and skin a cat, it's it's like <laughs> trying to skin like a like a flailing pin cushion. Yeah, you know, it's it's flail around. It's got claws, teeth. Why don't you just? Kill I'll have it? to. I'll have to take your word for it. I've never never tried to skin a cat. Well, you know. <laughs> There is there is more than one way to do it. Exactly. Ah. That's what we're saying here. Ah. Boom. Ah. But uh yeah, and I'm and I won't diminish Cannibal Holocaust as far as shock value and being a movie or a show or something that somebody shouldn't watch. It is. It's 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 bad. Um yeah. well it was bad enough that the I just as a little anecdote, the uh director got arrested for a while because they the, when it was made people literally thought they killed these actors. Like it was a snuff film. Right, and, and that uh, was, I think, yes. and it was banned in multiple countries, and it's still banned in some countries. Yep, there, there's definitely an interesting backstory. Not in, in America. Uh, yeah, of course not. We get off hey, on that. I'm That's proud of that. Shit. We don't ban shit, man. You want you you you're free to watch whatever the hell you want to watch, as long as it's not like child porn or actual snuff. Well, the 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 director of Cannibal Holocaust actually he paid all those actors to uh, basically go into to to hiding for a year after the movie came out. Like, when they got yeah. back from shooting this movie, they couldn't just walk down the street or whatever. They had to go into hiding. And, you know, again, a master of marketing and, and hype for the time. You got to give him credit for that. Right. Um, he actually, when he was on trial for murder, had to have one of these actors break contract to come and say, no, I'm, <laughs> I'm really alive. And um, they also made him... You know, they that wasn't good enough. They were like, "Well, you know, you probably Maybe killed a bunch of these is. native people." And there's a what I still think is a well done scene that stands the test of time is when there is a uh, there's a, a woman impaled in the movie. You know, yeah, she's got a a big stake through the crotch, and that comes all the way up and comes out of her mouth. And it's you a, know, it's even an in practical effects, really, it is. Yeah, and and he had to explain to the court how how he actually did that and you know regardless of you know how he did it um i'll give credit to the uh the woman who was probably just some native who actually sat there and held still and did the shot because the shot is (laughs) fairly lengthy so it's a lengthy shot of where they're the camera's kind of panning around her and you kind of get you know you see that there's not like a a brace or a strap the way the, the way the shot you know, goes around her, you see that there's there's right. no, she's not standing on a platform, she's not hung up by cables or wires or anything else like that. So she probably I think paid mm-hmm. cigarettes and sat there and took it. <laughs> yes. Well, there's a there's a statement for the ages. Paid in cigarettes <laughs> and just took it. Hey, you, come here. Want some cigarettes? Sit on this post and put this thing in your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Take it. So, um, but let's let's uh, we've talked about cannibal holocaust quite a bit, so people know that there's real animals being killed. There's a good impalement scene. There's pretty stark rape scenes. Yeah, that's what I'm with yeah. you, Rob. That, 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 I was like, oh my god, like the, the especially the last one. You're like, yeah. wow, that's pretty hardcore. But uh, yeah, there's there's some touchy stuff in there, I guess. But let's let's go ahead and let's take a little walk down. Um, the, um, Eastern Europe, where the side? dead go to die. No, oh, okay. we're not. We're not there yet. But <laughs> yeah. like, we've yeah, talked about yet. that. But we haven't. We haven't really broached into too it's much true. where the dead go to die. And we just did the first third of it. Not even the second two parts. Right. Yeah. So let's let's kind of keep that going and get into the the second part. Which is the weakest part? 
Yeah, it is the weakest part, but it is still somebody, somebody somewhere, or the, or the the director. I think he was also the writer. Am I correct in that? Do you guys? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think like he's the one man. <laughs> I think yeah, I think he's the only one who wants to put his name on that anyway. Um, but the uh, what is it? The the phantom limb. Yes, that's actually my favorite scene, and I don't know what that says about me. <laughs> but, uh, if you can have a favorite part of that movie that absolutely because it, it's so bizarre but it makes so much sense that this guy would be a double amputee and he had he was walking around on these steel poles I, oh my god uh, yeah i did forget about that that's right yeah and he <laughs> pays the prostitute to scrape the metal yeah. <laughs> that's what gets him off. like i don't even know I, I applaud the guy who came up with that because it to me, it just tells of how absurd it is what we would pay another human being to do uh, to gratify us. And I don't <laughs> know. Like I, I I doubt that that was the full intention. I maybe I don't know, but I I just it, I got a real big kick out of that that somebody sat down and thought of you know being a double amputee with prosthetic poles <laughs> for legs. <laughs> just little like pegs basically <laughs> and that's what does it for him is to pay a prostitute to scrape the metal with another piece of metal like that's just <laughs> it's weird but it's certainly not the weirdest thing about that movie no uh, so I, what, uh, I i think the first act is definitely most disturbing but yeah um, well no the third the act, act is, is memorable, pretty the third act is messed. yes i will agree with that because that's that's when you get the little kids in there, and that's uh, that's where I was actually watching it, and I actually turned my head. Even though it was a crappy cartoon, even though it was all fake, I actually turned my head with some of the scenes with like the little girl prostitute type of thing. Like the what was it? Her father was selling her to. Yeah, yeah but he gets yeah. his. There's vengeance. There's. Yeah. I mean, he gets his just desserts, doesn't he? All I'm I remember sure. is like, she like liked that little kid, the neighbor who the the neighbor has this. Talk about creative. The neighbor has a what? half-formed Siamese twin yeah, shooting off of him that his yes. parents like more than him. <laughs> That's like be they depressing. look at him as a support system for the half-aborted Siamese twin shutting off of him. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, uh. yeah, like this little girl makes friends. Like she's like a pretty little girl, so her dad pimps her out and just as horrible as it sounds. And But she makes friends with this neighbor kid who ends up doing her too. And it just like breaks her heart, and I'm I'm looking away with this. I'm like, oh, this is terrible. Oh, um, isn't there's a lot of imagery that doesn't make any sense? Just like flashes of hell and oh yeah, it's like, like a fever dream. The entire thing. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Shadow people, shadow people that don't you can't hear what they're saying, but they're saying something, and mm, they're just like watching flames, brimstone. What what was happening? There was something about a sewer. Like there's something in the sewer, right? Some messed up thing. Yeah, it's been a while. Like, wasn't I don't there remember. something where somebody somebody's stealing people's eyes or their their visions or something like that? Like, uh, yeah, well, they, it was like they'd go up to people that were like, "There's the drug addict that's in the church," and they the guy puts the syringe in him and like draws out his memories. Yes, yes, yeah, that's right. That the second act. Yeah. yeah See, now was... this is a testament to how. This, like we say, don't watch this movie because we all watched it like what once, and then yeah. years ago, and then never went back and watched it again. So we're now dredging up repressed memories and horrifying ourselves to try to bring you the information, the listening audience. Yes. You're welcome. Fan mail is appreciated. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to the Wikipedia page right now. There we go. 
2012. Wow. Yeah. Lab. I was I was actually surprised that it was 2012. I thought it was uh, earlier than that, just from yeah, the, the the graphics. That so we where used. we work, this made the rounds. Like we were all talking about this for at least a few days straight, just yep. discussing. And it was we are twisted individuals because we were mostly laughing about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The first segment is called Tainted Milk. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Wow. The Jimmy Screamer Claws is the name of the guy that made it. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. I remember yep. seeing that. I remember yeah. that. And, and this is this is another thing, just a real quick thing about their uh, Mr. Screamer Claws, is he actually, if I remember correctly, was absolutely sober for this movie. Yeah. Uh, he, he claims he was not on any drugs. Well, like he was high or something like that. He was high on pot cookies. Pot oh, cookies. Yeah, 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 all yeah. he did was pot for this movie, yeah. which if you... Which scares uh, you more than anything else. That might be the right. scariest thing about it. Well, here's something that's not scary. It's just weird. Is He's quoted as saying, all the surreal and graphic imagery has no deeper meaning behind it, and it is just there because he liked it. Nice. <laughs> no, that scares so, me too. Yeah. That, you're not even trying there. to send a message. just like, let's... What's fucked up I could put on screen? Yeah, that's probably fucked up. Well, maybe he succeeded. He uh, definitely succeeded, you know? <laughs> Nothing like a dog eating a fetus uh, while getting railed see, by Labby is hilarious. That is a funny concept. Well, I like it. They also, they also put a laugh track in that beginning part with the dog. Wasn't there also a laugh track? Was there? I yeah, don't recall this time. I, I think there I were. I hope there, there was, was because that makes it. I, I I must have forgotten that, but if there was, that makes it the most perfect thing. I'm almost certain there was canned laughter. I mean, I just remember like, oh, I don't know, Labby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and there was yeah, a laugh Labby, track after that. that Labby always had the, just the, just his just his speech would be talking to the little boy. You know, he would say, you know, you know, I think you should do this, or I should, I think you should do that, and he would be panting in between yeah. every couple of words. You know, the dog's yeah. always panting, glowing red eyes, glowing red eyes. You know, like you said, I don't know, Labby, and you know, <laughs> I feel like just, someday I'm going to have a, a lab. I'm going to name it Labby, and anybody that gets that reference will immediately be my best friend, <laughs> or they'll or they'll immediately run away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they'll look at me like, no, no, I know where you're coming from. Yeah, right. <laughs> so you you're not going to scrape my legs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's terrible. So where the dead go to die? Don't watch it. Exactly. Yeah, no. We've we've given you everything you need to know about it. Don't watch it. Stay now, away. I I think before we. Uh, Unveil. Get to one of the the big ones here, which maybe some people, hopefully, people aren't guessing this because if they're guessing it, then they're just as messed up as. Yeah, what's wrong um, with you? <laughs> let's take a uh, just a slight detour, and I think we should talk about once famous, coveted, and often not talked about with your parents, and that are the Faces of Death. Yes. Movies. Yeah. I, I never. I watched clips of that at the most. I never sat down and watched the whole things. Yeah, that was Any a big deal when I was younger to rent yes. Faces of Death uh, and watch it. And you know, back in the day, that that stuff was shocking. But I don't. I don't find any of that stuff that's that's mild. And I, to be honest, I don't remember half of them. I remember there being a, a skydiving accident. One of them had a skydiving accident where they videotape the guy's parachute not opening and then he just thumps on the ground and it cuts away and you know there was a lot of video like that where oh that guy must have died but um, i vaguely remember wasn't there an alligator or something yeah yep there was one yep. where alligator gets a guy out of a boat alligator yeah mm-hmm. there's the uh the electric chair uh one which i just found more interesting than disturbing just because you know the guy's sitting in the chair is an asshole anyway so who really right did they put the sponge uh, on or not put the sponge on uh, i don't remember i know that they they put patches over his eyes because supposedly their eyes 
pop out. explode or something <laughs> yeah. like that. And um, I saw another one where it was a couple of guys high on PCP outside of a drugstore caught in a police shootout. But again, like, like Tom was saying, a lot of that stuff, if you go on YouTube or just do a basic search, you could find the same sort of things. Yeah, yeah I just saw one there. recently. A guy went through like a press. Like he got caught in a press and like just went right through it. Yeah. yeah, there's one with a guy whose shirt gets caught in like a, uh, I think it was a lathe. It was spinning. Yep. And yeah, you just want to watch. Him yeah. Suck, you just watch him get like. I must have watched it because you put it up that you posted it or something. That's probably what it was. <laughs> I probably would do something like that. But, you know. <laughs> well, there's it's interesting because there's web pages that are dedicated to it. I remember like steakandcheese.com and uh, og- ogreish.com. Yep. Steak I mean, and cheese had some weird crap on it. I remember that. Yeah. And I guess for me, that's like, I didn't want to frequent those types of places. I'm not, you know, I don't have that morbid sense of curiosity where I need to go and watch like 15 videos of heads getting exploded and yeah, stuff well. like that. Yep. Like you've seen one, you've seen them all. And yeah. It, it definitely Played makes it a difference. It definitely makes a difference if you know that the guy had it coming or something like that. Like I watched um, pretty recently the Saddam Hussein getting hanged. And, I'm uh, seeing that. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and like that doesn't bother me in any way, shape, or form. Like, I wish the video right. quality were better. If I could, if there was a video of Hitler shooting himself, I would probably watch that on a loop. You know? Yeah, right. <laughs> but yeah. there's there's definitely those out there. Again, like the electric chair one. You know, I don't care. That guy's dying for a reason. You know, he's yeah. killed people, and so he's a scumbag. Don't care. Mm-hmm. But I think the uh, I think the the internet in general. You know, uh, again, like Tom was saying. You know, back in the you know, the mid to late 80s and early 90s, uh, the Faces of Death movies were, you know, if, if you had gone to the video store and rented that, you snuck it into your house like it was Debbie Does Dallas, you know. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you didn't advertise to your parents what you were going to watch and stuff like that. But again, you know, it's also like there there is a difference between uh, what's real and what's not real. And, you know, sitting around watching people get their heads cut off or burned alive and stuff like that. Well, okay, I've seen it. That's that's good enough. And like Tom said, yeah, you well, can even... go watch like those Muslim, those Saudi Arabian executions and stuff like that, where like these oh these guys are hanging from a crane because they were homosexuals and they put, throw them off cliffs and shit like that. I mean that video was available. I mean, you could go to regular ABC News online mm. and find videos and stuff that type of stuff. Reuters and AP and you yep. can. I mean that's that's readily available. Right. I think I think that speaks to us about as Americans, like the violence, like uh, Bone Tomahawk, like when we watched that. Oh yeah, yes, guess, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That's a great one. But yeah, that was more like, oh my god, that's amazing. Instead of that's disturbing because it was the violent part of it is not disturbing to. And I, I seriously think that's a typical American response. That's the Puritan on us. We're fine with violence as long as there's not sex involved. When sex becomes involved, that's when it's gonna squeamish and weird for your typical American. So. I, I wonder if somebody like born and raised in France was watched Bone Tomahawk, they'd be disgusted. But if they watched, you know, Cannibal Holocaust, they'd be like, yeah, well, you know, chick deserved it. <laughs> Something like that. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't I don't know about all that uh, as far as, as you know, different regions and cultures and stuff like that. But I, you know, uh, you know, you say like violence and all that other stuff. I'll, I'll agree. Like it, a lot of it doesn't phase me. But yeah, right. if there's, if, like I said earlier, if there's, you know, a graphic rape scene and whether it's reality, you know, if, I wouldn't watch something like that in reality, obviously, but even even in something that's I don't know, I just just as a point, I wanted to see the mountain rape that 
in Game of Thrones, the the oh, woman that was ringing like revenge porn bell. Yeah, yes, that, okay. Like, okay, I'll go. Yeah, and I didn't, I wanted to see that too. Yeah, but I I, I also I you guys are sick. You I I totally never wanted to see that at all. I'm washing my hands of you right now. I didn't necessarily need to see him rape her, but I yeah, wanted you don't to, need see to see her. penetration. But you, you almost want to. See I that. wanted to see her suffer. That's yes, what I was right. getting at. I yes. he could have lopped off her head, you know, slowly. I don't. It didn't matter to me what happened to her. I wanted to see her suffer, but instead they slowly close the door. Like, well, well, something bad's going to happen to her, but it's going to be left up to your imagination. Nope. I wanted to see him hobble her. I wanted to yes. see, you know, whatever, whatever was going to happen in that room. I wanted to see it. Have the balls so, to go yeah. through with it. Yeah. So, yeah. shame on them. Shame. 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Like uh, Game of Thrones is a good example of like it can't get they can't gross me out. Like I want to see all of that stuff. Well, and when right. they don't gross you out, though, you've been robbed. Right. That's yeah, the, yeah. there was uh what was it the the lady put into the dog pen. Right. Yeah. Or even when the bastard guy got killed by his own dogs, you know, later yeah. on, they yeah. didn't show it. And yep. you kind of wanted to see it. Well, yeah. when they, 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 it's it's like they had set the bar that we're going to show this to you. And so there's a level of expectation. And then they just kind of go, uh, no, we're just going to cut away. Right. Just, just well, we'll show you. a guy crush another guy's head with his bare hands. Right. But then but, there's yeah. an outcry when, when uh, Jamie Jamie uh, forces himself on his sister there. Right. right. There was a huge stink about that. And it's exactly. Like, That's oh, well, the American. You about that guy, you know getting throttled and dismembered and whatever else but that's a big deal what i always come back to and i I think it encapsulates it as well as anything else is that episode of south park where butters gets messed when they play ninja and butters gets like a chinese star to to the eye and all he just gets messed up and he like crawls in front of a crowd of people he's like dressed as a dog he's barking something like that he's just completely and everybody ignores him but cartman thinks he can take his clothes off and sneak past him I remember so they see that, one. Naked. I love that one. Yeah, and they see him naked and everybody flips out. They see Butters and him at the same time and they flip out of because Carbon's naked and they don't care about Butters, even though Butters is like just being ripped to shreds. Yes. That is the American sentimentality yep. in a nutshell. Yep. You can show I'll all agree the with that. you want, but you better not show a hint of nudity or else you're messing, you're destroying young minds. I don't know. So let's talk about the granddaddy of all things that you shouldn't watch. Dun, dun, dun. Oof. So Oof. who wants to say it? I'm afraid to say it. Who discovered that one? Because that was more uh, than just our, our little group, too. I remember a few other guys at the at the uh, at our place of work talking about that, going, "What?" Yeah, yeah, I thought I thought we heard it from from somebody. Yeah, I don't and know. That's what made us watch it. It's one of those things that when that was you one hear of those that you did you didn't discover it for us. <laughs> <laughs> usually, you're our source for that stuff. Yeah, I, I try my best, but you know. <laughs> well, it's a Serbian film. Yep. And it is readily available it. right now on YouTube. Mm. But if you, I don't know if they changed it, but the one on YouTube that you guys watched didn't have the subtitle. Because it's, it's literally a Serbian Correct. film. Like it was made in Serbia. Well, I, I watched it with the subtitles, and I think that might have been worse. Not to try to be a one-upper or anything like that. I'm just saying. No, I'm trying to think if I did watch it with subtitles. I want to say I know that. I did not. I, I know I didn't have subtitles watched. I don't know if I, I watched it with subtitles and then when you said they were subtitles, I yeah. in my brain, I planted them there. I don't remember. I want to say that I I read the words on the screen that the guy invented newborn porn. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that I, might be I, the, the nugget there. That's the heart of it right there. Yeah. That is definitely the tip top of the 
the worst it's exactly of exactly what it sounds like. Yeah. It, when you think when you hear the term new, newborn porn, that is it. What you're thinking, you're right. Yes. Um, but the the gist of the movie is that there's a guy that was in the porn industry that tried to get out. He did get out, but, but they kept brought him. Yeah. Sucked back in. Yeah. Well, wasn't he? Wasn't he like a like a? They had money troubles, right? Yeah. yeah. He was like he had a wife and a kid, like a young kid and a hot wife. Well, what do you expect? Well, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, hijinks ensue. <laughs> Shenanigans. <laughs> Shenanigans. Um, and uh, they give him a drug that gives him like a rage boner. Yeah, like super, it's like, like berserker. It's like yeah, berserker. He, like, he goes boner. nuts. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it makes him crazy. And so the the bottom line is: is there are some incredibly graphic sex scenes that end in the death of the person that he's having sex with mm-hmm. in in a bunch of different ways. Uh, there's brutality. There's like uh, there's one scene where he's having sex with a woman and like beating the absolute crap out of her, mm. and then but he's not his right mind, so he's, he can still be the right. hero. And then yeah, he chops yeah, he... his head off with a sword, you know? Yeah. It's it's bonkers. And then... Um... So, just to illustrate the newborn porn part, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. I'll, I'll dive into the cesspool and I'll say it. It's <laughs> okay. not, they don't show anything. Like, as far as that goes, even the Eastern European freaks aren't that bad. But they show, like, a pregnant woman giving birth and some fucking thuggish dude coming up. And then you hear it. They pan away, but you hear the baby making screaming noises. So it's yeah. like Rob said before: when you hear it, it's like the sound oh, is almost worse than anything else. That was um, that was definitely the most brutal scene I think I'd ever seen in a film. And it that scene there, there was that part of me that was like, man, just just turn this off. <laughs> yeah. Any more? Where is this it, going it to can't go? Make it better. Just, you know, what if somebody saw you watching this? And I was, <laughs> oh my god, and, yeah. And, and and you know, at the same time, and this is this was the real bad part is that um, I I have a daughter, and she is she was really young, like a pretty much like uh, first couple of months old when I unfortunately watched this movie, and so I know what it's like when a when and Tom can relate. You know, like when a young child gets a shot. You know, they, you know, when a real young baby gets a shot, there's, there's instantly, there's like no sound, like, but their mouth is open, they're recoiling in pain. You just see this look on their face and their mouth is open just, and it's like the air has left them. And then just suddenly you hear the sound of your own child, you know, suffering in agony. And this film really takes that sound. Hmm. That yep. same sound puts it out there, and it it hits a note. I think with any anybody who's heard a a young baby, you know, in pain or anything like that, it it like strikes a note. So like you know, you have this point of reference where I can remember every shot my daughter has had, where where it has ended up ugly, and this movie took that and hammer right on the head of the nail, and I was just like, oh. You know, I like felt I did not feel well during that scene at all. I was I was like, man, this is terrible. And then the scene ended and I was like, well, what else are they going to do? They can't do anything worse, right? Right. right? I was done. Right? You know, I was like, I was like, I was like, all right, let's see them. Let's see them, uh, you know, up their game. And I'll say that, you know, they they uh, they did. They did OK. But that the newborn porn scene is by far Hand, the hands worst. Down. Yeah, it's, it's stuck with me. I would say it's the most visceral, 
but psychologically, the end is oh, yes. The end I, is I. I will go on record as saying that it is terrible. The ending, or like the the whole movie as a whole, I do feel shame that I've watched. Not not shame like I have to hide my face, but shame in the sense that now that if you've seen it and you know what I've seen, like we're just <laughs> <laughs> we're we're on a level, and now you know I'm being judged by that. Now that we're saying it out loud. And there are other people that are going to be like, what the fuck? You watch this? <laughs> yes. I just I'm imagine anybody listening to this right now is like, what are they doing? What are they talking about? Yeah. Okay. We watched it so you don't have to. Exactly. Yes. We're doing we, you a we, service. We yes. watched it so we can tell you don't watch it. But that being said, the ending by far is the most twisted. Like, bat, uh, I, I can't explain it other than the sense that. If you didn't, if you were taken by surprise by uh, Bruce Willis being dead at the end of the Sixth Sense, <laughs> then this it ain't got nothing on this ending. This yeah. ending blows away <laughs> any other ending to any other movie, including Old Boy, which I think is probably one of the best endings of any movie. Oh, that was ever. awesome. <laughs> that was a great ending. Yes. Love the ending of Old Boy. Look, yes. If, if you're going to watch the ending of Old Boy and be disturbed by it, you got to at least tell yourself it's worth it to see Elizabeth Olsen's. Yeah. <laughs> Pearl well, Corner. <laughs> yeah. But I think this whole this whole uh, cast here has been uh, on Pervert Corner. And some, yeah. Some we, we started. Yeah. We never went. Yeah. But that being said, and I'll, I'll ruin the ending for everybody. And this is. You guys jump in and drive it. So if you guys think of something that I miss, please jump in and let me know. But this is the way I interpret it. The so wait, entire wait, real quick. One of the characters throughout is his brother, the main character's brother, who is a cop. Go. <laughs> oh, I, I guess I don't know where that fits in. Because My... he was right next to his brother, like hammer. Yeah, away, he was remember? In, in the end. In the end. Yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm not talking about that end. You're talking about the, the time that he's he ends up like having sex with his kid or something like that. That's not what you're talking about. <laughs> oh my god! No, just... no, that you know that's, that's the worst part for me. Yeah, uh, yeah. They're side by side. <laughs> going worry, to town. Man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm talking about. I'm talking. Okay, about well, the I'll end. describe it then. Fuck it. Uh, okay, we'll, if we'll you get your part afterwards, then. you can describe that part. I'm talking about the part at the end where the the organization that all this is under the umbrella of one big organization that's like into wacky snuff films and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. They they, they win in the end. Yeah, but that but was, was going to Yeah, I was going to describe that. I because that's that is the only way that movie could have ended. The very I last scene is actually kind of a chuckle. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll if you want to describe this scene. This scene, I guess it had nothing on the newborn porn part for me, but yeah. uh he ends up like there's a there's a secret twist reveal that these people that they're having sex with one ends up being his wife the brothers having sex with the wife and he ends up having sex with his own kid and they fool him into doing it yeah the the so, wife and the kid are drugged and like bent over knelt yeah, they're down like, somewhere they're like covered in and uh, blankets or something yeah. like that so all all, all it's guys, sticking out is their asses right and the guy's got like the rage boner he's not in his right mind he just kind of wanders in in a daze sees his brother naked ready to go so kneels down next to him and just like, okay, there's an orifice. I'm going to go to town. And they're both hammering away. Like They look at each other like they're going to give each other a high five or something. And then it's revealed that his brother's fucking his wife. And he's like, what the fuck? And he looks at what he's fucking and it's his own kid. Like his own yeah. young kid. 
And that's yeah. the messed up part. That's the part that is, like, oh, what am I watching? What? How did yep. I stick through this the entire right. time? Yeah, I and I'll I agree. That is terrible. I was thinking more like because there's more scenes than that throughout the movie. No, that's not that, the end. Yes. Right? Yeah, that's yeah. And he, and he realizes what's happening, flips his shit, rightly so, and kills everybody. Yeah, just goes on a rampage. So he kills somebody with a boner. Yeah, that's right. I, mean, that's, I forgot about that. Yes, right through the yeah, back of the head, it, right? Like yes, berserker some, boner. Yeah. yeah, they might have talked about skull fucking in Full Metal Jacket, but in a Serbian film, it happens. Well, I, I guess the ending to me, the, what I was going to describe was the fact that this he goes home and he commits suicide with his wife and kid. Like, he lays down in bed and they all agree that this life ain't for them, so they he ends up, like, murder-suicide style in bed. And... Um, yeah, they have a, the kid between them, they're laying there and they just shoot each other, like, all through the chest or something yeah. like that. Yeah, and uh, then it, it pans back and the guys that are in charge of this whole business of the disturbing stuff they've been filming come to find out they filmed that as well. Yeah. And then yep. then it's not over. He like nods <laughs> to the guy next to him like, yeah. now, now you know what you got to well, do. You do it. <laughs> and so he starts getting undressed like he's going to go crawl into bed and they're going to film it. Yep. So, so yep. A little implied necrophilia. Yeah. So uh, it's funny. Like that I said. Whatever that says about me, that made me laugh. Like I saw, I watched all that horrific, like soul twisting crap, and I'm like, oh, that's kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> the last scene, I was like, oh, I laughed. Oh well, they can't they can't feel anymore anyway. So yeah, they're anymore, dead. Right? Yeah. <laughs> well, so that is a Serbian film. I mean, really, who does necrophilia hurt? Come on. <laughs> victimless, <laughs> victimless crime. Right. Yeah. Talk about that in the afterlife, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Somebody sitting in heaven. What? I feel something weird going on here. What's happening? Uh, Sam Kinison. Sam Kinison does a pretty good necrophilia joke about how which, this guy is. Which one? I was just say, coincidentally enough, now you could he could experience it. So, oh, true. <laughs> yes. No, there's he does this whole bit where this guy's lived a good life, and you know he dies, and he's laying on the slab, and his inner monologue, like his spirit, his inner monologue is like, "Well, I've lived a good life, and you know I had some kids, and." Had a good job, and I took care of things. And and uh, hey, wait a minute, what what's this I'm feeling? <laughs> what, what is this guy doing to me? Yeah. And it's a funny bit. I don't want to give away the whole bit. That it's that funny. reminds me of uh, uh, an episode of Tales from the Crypt where Paul Bridges. A, I think it, I think it is. I think it yeah, is. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, where they made him like pretty much like he was dead, but. Yeah, you know, he's paralyzed. They started doing stuff to him, like, oh, we're cutting off your skull, and cutting open your brain and stuff like that. And then he comes out of it, and it was all just a big trick from something else. And Yeah. Yeah, like, it started off, his younger brother played a joke on, like, Bo Bridges was a mortician or a coroner or something like that. And, like, him and his, the younger brother and his girlfriend played a joke on him, but he had a heart attack that messed him up. Yeah, he was feeling a, what he thought was a dead girl's tits. Yeah, yeah. The, I remember that. the younger brother was like, oh, man, you got to feel these are great. Yeah, he's like, he's like no, no, no. And he's like, no, come on, man. Just go ahead and touch him. And then he touched him, and the girl sprang up, like, stop touching me. And, right, yeah, like freaking out. And yep. Bo Bridges got a heart attack, but it messed him up. He didn't die. Like, And then the younger brother thinks the brother's getting revenge, like Bo Bridges is getting revenge, because he gives him like a experimental drug that paralyzes him. He's like, yeah, I know you're alive, and I'm going to you know, do an autopsy on you. Ha, ha, ha. I'm getting revenge. But it was all a joke. He wasn't actually doing anything to him. But then the twist is that the the drug does work. Like it, like he wakes up and then he goes back under again because the drug like has a prolonged effect that Bo Bridges didn't know about. 
And but Bobber just has another heart attack and actually does die, so he can't tell anybody. And then he actually does get autopsied while he's still alive at the yes. very end. So that's the way Tales from the Crypt worked. Yep. An excellent so, episode of Tales from the Crypt. So what does that say about us? Because we all three love <laughs> Tales from the Crypt. And that's got some pretty disturbing stuff in it. Like it certainly doesn't have newborn porn or any of that stuff in it. No, but no, no, no. it is it is intended to be comically disturbing. Is it is it a natural progression? I think you you slice off slivers of your conscience as the years go by bit by bit and then you get to the point where you can watch these things yeah yeah and not like there's stuff like we we there's probably certain people listening to this that are like just abjectly horrified that we can even talk about it and i guarantee you there's stuff out there not even like real things but like fake things that we haven't seen that are just way way worse yeah i don't know how still fictional but still worse yeah um yeah i i still i think that like watching a serbian film is not anything anybody should do agreed it's nothing i I did more than once right and you know if if we can save anybody from watching it we've done our job but that being said it was made for somebody like there is it was also praised like i said all these movies weirdly enough are praised by somebody and this was praised as like a a, a, the edgy stark examination of the human psyche type of thing like there's people out there that say no, this is worth making. This is worth watching. Yes, the, the the Serbian a Serbian film. The quality of that movie, if you look at it from the film oh, that yeah. was used and the effects and the acting. Again, I I I didn't didn't uh, read the subtitles and stuff like that, but it seemed like it was not. It wasn't a low low budget movie. It was yeah. the effects were, I think, quite well done. The sound quality was good. Um, yeah, it was, you know, so somebody somebody paid for that movie, right? It wasn't a miniature budget by any stretch of the imagination. They they certainly had uh, a, an organization film it that had done it before. It wasn't. I don't know. You could probably call it low budget, but uh, it just seemed to me that it wasn't. It wasn't filmed with a handy cam. You know, like hey, I've got this idea and I want to put it on film. It was. This was at least a budgeted film, right? Yeah, I mean when that. There's that girl who gets her head lopped off, you know? I mean, that was, you know, well done as far as, as other movies that I've seen where people's heads get lopped off. You can you know? appreciate it's it for on, what it's on, it is. It's, yeah, it's, it's on par. So, you know, that does say something that somebody that created that movie, you know, if somebody said, yeah, I'm going to create a movie with newborn porn. Oh, all right. I'll invest in that. I'll be a producer. Yeah. Or I'm going to do a, uh, I'll produce your movie where Willem Dafoe takes a brick to the dick and <laughs> ejaculates blood. Yeah, sure. I'll get behind that. Worst you Dr. Know. Seuss book ever. <laughs> <laughs> or, or the best. Or, yeah, yeah. Right. That's a secret stash. She's got like a vault of them. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, uh, brick to the dick, punch of the cunt. He's got a, he's got a whole thing going. <laughs> uh, Sam so I now, yeah, this will become our our third highest rated episode. So I got to ask you guys now. Having we've established our bona fide days here, we are not advocating or even you know enjoying the worst parts of this. But what is it about it? Like, if somebody came to you tomorrow and said, "I just found this movie that's even worse than a Serbian film," would you say yes or no to watching it? Yes, absolutely. I would too. At, at, at this point in the game, it is. It's it's like a. It's like a badge of, I'm not going to say honor. It's definitely not of honor, but it's, it's, like, it's a like a challenge. Personal challenge, yeah. Yeah. It's, oh, I've got, I've seen the worst movie ever. You know, um, if, if somebody came to me with a video cassette that was like, oh, yeah, everybody who watches this dies after seven days, I'd watch that. <laughs> <You know? laughs> uh, 
I'd, I'd say it would depend. It would, and I, I don't think that it would depend on content now because, again, I'm desensitized to any of this kind of stuff, especially a movie that I know is fake. I, it's very difficult for me to, like, I guess I would have to know exactly why it was worse than the Serbian film. Yeah, you can say, like, would, what, what way? Yeah, you know, what, because if the person said, oh, it's nothing but, you know, newborn porn, you know, I would have to pass. Right, right, right. If, Although, yeah. personally speaking, if somebody's all, if all they said, if, if like, okay, if some of the new guys at work, like, listened to this episode and they came to me next week and said, oh, man, you don't even know. You should watch this movie. It's worse. But I'm not going to tell you anything about it. I'd be like, yeah, okay. Like, knowing nothing, no yeah. plot details, I'd be like, okay, yeah, I'll do it. I'll watch it. Yeah, I would, too. I would, too. I, I, I've got curiosity. Um, yeah. And again, what draws I, us it, in? It, yeah, it's a challenge, I think. You know, there's people that you who know of some of these movies like a serbian film and they're like instantly like nope i want nothing to do with that and kudos mm-hmm. to those people because that's that's what you should do is not watch a serbian film right but if, you know somebody comes to me with you know something that they think is worse yeah i i'm going i will do the challenge and i will watch that and, well, and again you know somebody goes yeah it's just full of newborn porn i'm gonna be like right if they I'm, got I'm, I'm instantly going to be like, man, I really don't want to watch a bunch of newborn porn. And I, and I would probably make an attempt. But if it is all newborn porn, yeah, I'm not going to get through it. No. You know, I, I wouldn't get through something like that. But if they left That's it ambiguous enough. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, it kind of for me, it goes to like horror in general. Horror movies, why do we watch them in general? What is about them? Why would we say, I want to be scared? Like who, who goes through life saying, I like to be frightened? But we, horror is a huge industry. And the worst horror films are the ones that don't frighten you, you know, or don't disturb you in some way. Yeah. I I think that movies like uh, Saw and Hostel and... The gore fest. The, the, yeah, the gore porn, that type of stuff. I, like, that doesn't interest me. Yeah. And I, I guess if there's a good story behind it, like the first Saw, I thought was really, really good. Right, because of the twist in the story. Yeah, there was a twist at the end. But the, the goriness, so you're like, yeah, it's... yeah. And I don't care. Like, gore does not really hit me. It was like something primal in me when that child was being hurt. That's what disturbed me. Right. And yes. other than that, I don't care. I like those types of things. Do not like don't bother me to in the way that I, I guess I have. Like I was saying earlier. It, I haven't been scared by a movie in a very long time. I've been creeped out by incidents that have happened to me after watching a, a scary movie, but during the movie, I'm not like those types of things do not bother me. It's the right. waking up in the middle of the night to take a piss and you're standing there and you see something in the corner that looks like the Babadook or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> like those are the types of things that are like, okay, my mind is the, playing a trick on me. That's yes. the golden rule of horror is once they show the monster, it stops being scary. When your yeah. imagination still has a hold of it is when it's right. still scary. But I, I just, this is my philosophical bet. I think as a species, we're all addicts. We're all addicted to emotions. So if we can feel, it's like Trent Reznor says, you know, I hurt myself today just to see if I could still feel. I'd rather feel pain than nothing at all. This is a primal part of being human, which is we need to be able to feel something, even if that's a negative emotion. So we watch horror because we get that, that, that rush, that adrenaline rush, that dopamine dump from being scared. Or we watch these incredibly fucked up films to say, this is 
making me squeamish and making me disturbed and uncomfortable and ashamed of myself. But these are all feelings, and I need feeling. I can get well, these feelings quickly and artificially, but I get them. Do you know who Vsauce is on YouTube? I, I feel like I know the name, but I couldn't tell you anything about it. You know, it's a guy. It's a guy that does a series of like MythBuster style. Like he oh, okay. does a lot of facts and stuff like that. He's got a new show on YouTube Red, and one of the things he did was a uh, behavior study on people that would rather hurt themselves than be bored. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So. The one thing is there's this button that shocks you and he has, he passes it around the room and he has this guy that you touch it. It's kind of like the hand buzzer when you shake hands with somebody and it's not like it hurts for just a second. You pull your hand away. It's like a fake electric shock kind of feeling and it. It hurts, but the second you pull your hand away, it doesn't hurt anymore. So he put people alone in a room and he said, you have to stay in the chair. There's nothing to entertain you, but oh, hey, there's this button here that can hurt you. And like it's within two minutes, people are hitting that button to f- yeah. to to zap themselves because it strikes out the boredom. It, it's yeah. people would rather hurt themselves than be bored. I, I and I guarantee you, if I was one of those people, I asked if I was sitting in the chair and some guy said, "Yeah, there's nothing in here to do, but there's this button that's going to hurt you if you touch it." I would probably look at it for like five seconds and be like. I wonder how much it's going to hurt me. And I would pull the <laughs> yeah. crap out of that button. Yeah. And that's what he and people ended up doing and really like proving a point that rather than be bored, we would rather hurt ourselves or disturb ourselves. And I think that you're onto something as far as like watching. Why are we drawn to these I, movies? I have to admit that I, I only watched a Serbian film because everybody else was watching it and it mm-hmm. was disturbing. Uh, Where the Dead Go to Die. I only watched that because it was brought up and it's like, oh my God, you got to see this. This is the weirdest shit. Yeah. Even, even salad fingers, like people were quoting salad fingers. So then I had to go watch salad fingers. But if I were scrolling through YouTube or I was doing something, I would never would have landed on salad fingers and stopped and been like, oh, I want to see what this is. And even if I had done that, if I had given it 10 seconds, I probably would have been like, this is dumb. I'm out. So yeah, you're absolutely right. So part of these disturbing movies, especially the ones that we've mentioned tonight, I've watched them because everybody else has watched them and I want to be involved in the conversation. I want to talk about it. The, uh, the content is absolutely nothing I am interested in in any way, shape or form. Uh, I'd say possibly some of the better crafted horror i'm really interested in like uh nightmare on elm street you know if they said that next year they're coming out with a remake of nightmare on elm street and it's going to be redone by the you know the original producers the original writers they just want to update it for graphics and effects and stuff like that i i'd go and pay money to see that in the theater Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like i like that type of horror there's a level there's a there's a point where horror to me gets schlocky and that's that's fine for me if it's nostalgic like i love tremors i love maximum overdrive right i love a lot of those those, campy as hell but yeah yeah children of the corn it's one of if if you had never seen it and as an adult you sat down and watched children of the corn you'd have to like halfway through you'd be like this is one of the dumbest fucking things i've ever seen in my life (laughs) but because of the nostalgia factor for me I regard that film as like one of the best. That to me is, I love it. The people mound hate on top of Maximum Overdrive. They hate Maximum Overdrive. Even <laughs> Stephen King hates Maximum Overdrive, the movie. I love he it. He was in the movie. I he love that movie. It. I think he, that movie is great. Yeah, he directed it. That was his first oh, wow. direct, you know, his directorial debut. 
and he said he did it all on coke and he hated it and he screwed it all up to me i love it but it's because of the nostalgia if yeah, you were to if you were to remake a, a kind of maximum overdrive style i i guess that's a bad horror movie because that's not really horror that's something completely uh, different but um i'm trying to i'm struggling to think of a horror movie nowadays like the ring yeah, yeah. like i i like the ring because of a couple of different things the one scene of the girl in the closet that yeah like, that messed me that up when to I was, me, yeah. that to me is like good horror that scared me right because yeah. you don't expect it it comes out of nowhere yes and it's so starkly just like whoa what am i looking at that movie and the grudge the first grudge first yeah. ring first grudge actually gave me like as an adult gave me nightmares yeah. well that's 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 what i i look for in a movie i i right. and it's been a really long time since i've watched a movie where i've been like looking in the corners or yes. you know i go, go to let the dog outside at night and i'm sitting there like look at all this dark could be this or it could be that you know uh i i i like nightmares I like to be woken up in a cold sweat and it, I, I guess I'm just a little disturbed like that. Um, but kind of getting back to maximum overdrive. And again, this is one of those things that Stephen King typically does well, especially with his horror stuff is he will take something that, that is not commonly thought of as, as a threat, as a menace. It's something that we all have around us or it's in our house. And then he turns that, into a monster or a villain and then that's what stays in your head you know we've all driven on the highway well what if you're driving on the highway and suddenly that 18 wheeler next to you you know you you know it's it's that sort of thing it's that sort of thing i'm going into my basement and i've seen a thousand movies where there's you know a killer in the basement a ghost in the basement or there's just that dark little nook or cranny you know it's something we all have we all have have that dark closet i have to say that to this day, I'm 43 years old, and to this day, whenever I walk in a bathroom, I always look behind the shower curtain, 100% of the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what messed me up as a kid? Evil Dead 2, when he goes in the basement, goes all through the basement, nothing there, tries to go back up, and the, the monster, the mother-in-law, or whatever it was, reaches through the stairs. Through the stairs, yeah. My basement yep. had that exact same type of stairs where it was like, there's a space behind it, so he, yeah. he could... Would yep. not. I would walk backwards down those stairs for a while after I watched that movie. Yep. <laughs> and I, I guarantee you ran up those stairs when it was time to go back yep. up, didn't you? Yep. Yep. And it was like, mine, an, uh, like a cold, damp uh, mine, basement. Mine was uh, the gate. The gate. When uh, yeah. the tree fell opening yep. this porthole to hell. <laughs> yeah. I'd be out in the woods walking around. You know, I'd be throwing rocks or just being a dumb kid. And then I'd see a tree falling over and I'd like... Nope. I'm not going to stay over. Here. Yeah. I, I love the gate. That is the pretty. Gate's great. Nostalgic. Now, I believe it was. I, I Seriously, I want to contribute this to Stephen King, but he said, like, going back to what Rob said, I think it was him that said, like, somebody asked him, what do you think is, like, the most perfect horror idea? Like, not, not like a book or a movie, it's just, like, an encapsulated idea. He goes, you go home and you're alone at your house, and you slowly start to realize that every single item in your house has been replaced with a duplicate. <laughs> and that, oh. Is that, that, that he didn't elaborate any more than that. You just slowly start to realize over an hour or so that everything in your house has been replaced with a duplicate. <laughs> I was like, that is creepy as hell. That, yeah. yeah. Stephen King has a really good... He's got a knack for making you not understand that you're scared, and then all of a sudden you are. Like... Like he'll be, you'll be reading a book and just nonchalantly mention that there's somebody in the corner staring at you. You know, 
that yeah. kind of it's like oh fuck shit <laughs> somebody's been behind me this whole time that kind of that's that's good Ooh, wait wait before we move on i did i ever tell you my theory about maximum overdrive it's a diversion i know but i'm sorry i have to get this out here fan theory what? my fan theory i should have remembered this last week when we did it um oh there are so many that we forgot I there's we, a, it, it almost this is my personal one though my oh, personal okay. fan theory because I haven't okay. heard this anywhere else that machines don't come alive it's oh not, yes it's yeah, not the machines talking. that come alive it's because they talk about this comet like the Earth's passing through the tail of a comet or something like that yep. I say it's invisible alien because all mm-hmm. the ridiculous parts are explained better this way like when yeah. that little gun turret's moving around or how the steering wheel moves on its own there's yeah. no mechanism that would make a, all this stuff move independently like they're they're right. designed for humans to move it if there was invisible aliens running everything predators explains why they're yeah, yeah there we go. early early primitive predators yeah like Clo- midget predators so they could yeah. fit yeah yeah on lawnmowers and stuff yeah so it's like little gremlins basically running amok it's not machines coming to life it's little gremlins like fucking with everybody yeah yeah that's my theory you're welcome okay so <laughs> Besides the films and the in the clips and everything that we've mentioned tonight, what what are some ways that people can find stuff that they shouldn't watch? Is there like any way? Go to the dark web. No, go but to Reddit. If, Just go to Reddit. <laughs> yeah, if you're interested in anything, you should probably do a little research into it before. But I think that's hard. Like when the movie Contact came out, it was you know advertised well, mm-hmm. so you know it parked people in the theater and got them to watch it. I oh, can't it was- even. It was a mainstream movie, you know. It's yeah. It's, I, Carl Sagan wrote the book. Who was you know a celebrity scientist kind of guys. Yeah, people knew about him. I guess there's no real good way for people to understand that there are things that they shouldn't watch other than listen to our podcast. I agree. Which is keep listening. You'll hear stuff you don't want to ever hear. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, this week. <laughs> poison for the years. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, if you'd like to move on, I think that we've done that uh, a service. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think people. I think people should have a really good idea of the, the movies, shows, and whatever else that we've talked about. That that they at least know what they're getting into if they yeah. want to venture into those areas. Yeah, you know. Viewer so all, all, all you can do is educate and make people's choices for them. <laughs> yeah, I highly recommend nobody yeah, go watch any of the things that we've talked about. <laughs> I, aside, I can't from... make your choices for you yet, but when my plan comes to fruition. Just saying. Watch out, people. <laughs> it's going to be mass communicating. Mind control rays. They're coming. I'm working on it. All right. Let's 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 do some trivia. Trivia. Oh, well, I was starting to feel smart. So, yeah, let's do trivia. <laughs> <laughs> we got. We all got to bust ourselves down a little bit here. Yeah. Yeah. Take me Ooh, down a peg. I, I, need I don't, oh, I don't think not. so. I, I feel like you'll be able to get my trivia question. Well, so did you I, customize them? Because I, I got the same thing where I got two trivia questions. Whoever gets whatever it doesn't really no, matter. No, I, I have, I have a question that I want to ask you, Steve. Oh, okay. You want to go first so, then, or I'll go, I'll go first, and I'll ask you this question. Okay. Okay. What is the home address of Homer and Marge Simpson? Ah, I should. Yeah. I have known this. <laughs> Evergreen <laughs> Terrace. Okay. Uh, yeah. What's the number? He works at seven sector seven G at the nuclear plant. I remember that. That's okay. Uh, seven uh, is it seven something? Yep. yep. Seven six. Oh, so close. Uh, seven forty two Evergreen Terrace. Seven forty two. Oh, I will. Wow. I'll call that a win because you that got was Evergreen very Terrace right away. Seven forty two. There's not a million years would I have gotten that correct myself. <laughs> but as a super I, fan, 
I needed I, you to be able to come up with that. I kind of, I think, I, I think I did myself proud. You yeah, know? that's a win. A I real, a real rabid Simpson fan would have known that right off the bat, but I got pretty close. I, I, I'm oh. impressed. I'm impressed. You said 762. It was 742. That was that's a win. Mm, okay, nice. Rob, you ready? No, but go ahead. <laughs> All right. I, I hope I'm in your wheelhouse to some degree. So, Peter Cetera left what band in 1985 to go solo? You hit me with these musicals, and I always fail. <laughs> oh, uh, Peter Cetera. Does that have to do with uh, Drifters? Like a Hold drifter? On. No, it is. Taking it back. Yeah, well, I, I was hoping he'd redeem himself with a music question. <laughs> oh, of course, of course. Uh, Peter Cetera did uh, the song for Karate Kid 2. I am the who will fight. Well, I shouldn't sing. <laughs> yeah, you should. Keep going, keep going, keep no, going. I, I For it. your honor. Yeah. I'll so, be the hero. So, 85, he... 1985, he left a band to go solo. And what was the band that he left? What was the band he left? I will... <sighs> if you have no idea... Look just like Sledgehammer? Yes. Do you know it, Steve? Uh, no, I don't. I have okay. no idea. Okay. I really have no idea. I'll give you a hint. I'm... It's the name... The name of a city. Oh, okay. Uh, it's, a, it's either one of two answers. It's got to be. <laughs> name of a city, huh? Boston? Yeah. No, no, the, the other one. Chicago. 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 Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Here's my pledge. Next time we have you on, I will not ask you a music question. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I know all the songs. I don't know all the artists. And you, 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 you name drop, and I'm just like, all right. meh. I figured I'd go to 1985. That's right there in the like. I I should have yes. As as a as a child of the 80s, I have failed you and everybody listening. No, that's okay. Uh, my wife asked me this question tonight because I told her I was thinking of some trivia questions. Just out of the blue, she popped that out. She's nice. and I'm like, please come on. Now he just did the second movie. Did it the first movie? The first Karate he did Kids? this. He didn't do the first one. I don't know what the song was for the first one. I think that might have ah, been a Kenny Loggins song. You're the best around. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I, have a yeah. You're the best. I, didn't really, I didn't really take that as a serious song. So. Oh, man. That song's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it is. It was so yeah. inspirational. Yeah. <laughs> when he cheats uh, to win and nobody calls him on it. That's right. <laughs> All right. Who's got, a, who's got a question? You want to go, Rob, or do you want me sure, to Sure. Sure. I'll go. Um, okay. Um, who wants to be, uh, all my, uh, questions here are in regards to, at least in the wheelhouse of the topic that we have just, we've talked about. So think of, uh, gore and, um, torture uh-huh. and there is no newborn porn or rape or bestiality or murdering of animals. So you can cross all that off their list. So who, um, who I'll wants go first. to, you'll go I'll first. Take, I'll, I'll take number one. Yep. Okay. Number one is a form of torture mm. Mm. and we'll see if you're familiar with it that it is called gaunching g-a-u-n-c-h-i-n-g sounds sexy gaunching, gaunching. yes and it's torture designed to kill or torture designed to gain information the end result is death but it can be dragged out well, sounds when you say dragged out, it sounds like a hint, like you're dragged behind a horse. But <laughs> it's not. It's not that. But it there is some dragging that occurs. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't know the answer to this, but I'm gonna take a stab at it. Ooh, Ooh. stab. Ooh. Yeah, uh, you're, you're getting warm. 
Uh, I'm going to say drag stab kind of your, your, I'm going to, I'm just, this probably isn't it, but it was the first thing that popped into my mind. So I'm going to say it. It's when the subject being tortured lays down over bamboo and the bamboo grows slowly through them. Wow. That's a very good idea, but uh, that is not gaunching. Ah, no. Okay. Gaunching sounds to me like a sound somebody makes when they're being tortured. So I'm going to say when they get there. When somebody has the skin of their genitals scraped off. Um, that is a possibility that could occur in this, I guess. Um, but ultimately, <laughs> like I would say omni torture. No. Okay, I give up. What is it? All right, Steve, you have any ideas? Gonching. Yeah. What, what you said testicle thing that destroyed my idea, but <laughs> I was thinking oh. like you cut somebody open and take their intestines and like wrap it around like a dowel or something like that and just start winding and yanks like their intestines. Ooh, for that they did that in the cell. Yes, the cell did that. That, that is not Jennifer Lopez one? Yes. Yeah. Gen- yeah. yeah, it's been a long time since I watched that. Yeah. I remember the chunk of a horse. Yes, the horse got all sliced up. That, yeah, that yeah. was a that was a visually appealing movie, I think. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. I don't think it was a great movie, but I was uh visually pleasing yeah, uh, so, yeah. so uh gaunching gaunching is when somebody would be a rope is tied around them and they are thrown off a platform but then they're not like hung or whatever they just kind of fall off the platform they kind of hang in there and then they are pulled back up towards the base of the platform and as they get pulled up there's a series of hooks oh so they get dragged into the hooks where it you know scrapes and hooks and gouges and Ugh. Everything else, and Who usually once this? usually once they get hung up nice and nice and tight, they get tied off. They just tie the rope off, and they will leave them there to slowly die. Mm, uh-huh. Yikes! Uh, yeah, this is it's one of those um, you know medieval esque. Um, it was around a lot when they did impalements. Those like the Dolores sort of of Braveheart or something like that. <laughs> you know what? That yeah, sounds like um, how um, Blackbeard died. In black sails. Oh yeah, yeah. They, that uh, was messed they, up too. Yeah, they dragged they him across. It? I don't remember what they called it, but they threw him overboard and then they dragged him across the bottom of the boat, and all the barnacles fucked him up. Yeah, like skin him alive, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. I, I would probably call this a, a form of that, but there are designated hooks. And again, it was done as a uh, a public public display, um, but it was shunned um, even back in those times as being too cruel. So. <laughs> I can uh, see that. Yeah. Yeah. No, it does seem kind of messed up. It's pretty. All right. So, Steve, uh, here's yours again. The All right. I'm ready. Torture. Um, so, what is the most common form of torture? This is. Um, Rom coms. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I would agree with you. Um, that's that's not the most common form of torture, but. Um, and and I want you to uh, think about this more as it's not just like oh we put bamboo chips under their fingernails or we waterboard or anything else. I want you to like think of even the psychological aspect. Oh, well, see, I was gonna say broad category. You could say psychological torture, but that's probably way too broad. Of a- yeah, the, um, but, but but I want you to to I, include that and think of something that's popular. Think of uh, uh, I'm trying to give you enough hints because it is a it is a pretty broad question. But um, it wouldn't be like gas gaslighting or something like that, would it? No, which is not that's pretty weak definition of torture. So I don't know. This, um, this is something that you'll see in movies. It's not. Um, it's been around. A long time um it's been used as forms of to get people to 
talk or give it over information. Um, like threatening a loved one type of thing? Like if you don't talk, we're going to kill your wife and children or something like that? You're, you're, you're on the right track. Uh, all right. You are super hot. <laughs> That's all I got, though. I don't know where you could go from there. Like threatening a loved one. Um, hmm. Well, if somebody was threatening your loved one, right? Like pretending to actually hurt them? Like putting on a show? Like I'm thinking yes. of a very I'm specific gonna, gonna, episode I'm, of 24 right now. Nope. In truth. <laughs> nope. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to accept that as as your answer. You would be correct because okay. that is the mock execution. Oh, okay. There you go. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's how they got all those guys of... to uh, comply when they were chopping off their heads over ISIS. That's what they do. Oh, there was yeah. a big discussion as to why those guys are so calm and allow themselves to be kneeled, you know, knelt down and have blades yes. put against their neck is because they go through hundreds of mock executions before the the real one actually takes place. So they don't think it's yes. actually going to be real. Yep. Uh, exactly. Wow. Good job. That I never heard of that. That makes sense. Wow. Ah, that's almost like a I I got two for two, but not really. Sort <laughs> 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 of there. You guys are. You guys are nice. Too. <laughs> I, I try to keep it educational, you know, yeah. as well. Yeah. All right. So it's my turn. So I don't, like I said, I, I haven't specifically chosen anybody. So I can flip a coin or something or whoever wants to go first. I'll go I, first because Tom okay. went earlier. Okay. Perfect. All right. Well, this is, yeah, this is kind of up your alley a little bit. You might know the answer to this. And I'll, I'll, I'll think of how to phrase it. This is, I'm trying to stay topical about like kind of messed up trivia, like disturbing maybe, although this is kind of t- During World War II, uh, an American plane crashed on a Japanese island, nine men on board. Eight of them were captured and eaten. One of them was rescued, and he became a president of the United States. Which president was it? Crashed. World War II. Or, on a Japanese island. They were captured and eaten on a Japanese island. It's not like New Guinea or something. This is like a civilized place. <laughs> but the survivor actually became a president of the United States. Let's say, think about this just a little. I believe I know two presidents that have ejected from aircraft in World War II. Like this guy, I don't know. It says it crashed, so maybe he didn't even eject. <laughs> I well, don't know the I, details. I believe the first George Bush crash landed into the Pacific Ocean, was rescued. Yeah, I, I think he ejected, though. He did eject. Um, I know JFK was on a PT boat, but I don't, you know, that's a boat. Um I'm going to flat out say I do not know. I will turn this over to Tom to see if he, he, he has a better <laughs> my, idea. My guess was JFK. It was Bill Clinton. He was 10 years old. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll give it to Rob. It was George Bush Sr. Like you said it. Really? You, know, you, didn't, you didn't settle on it, but that was it was him, yes. Okay. All right. Uh, well, some, <laughs> I wanted, some dignity regained, I guess. I want to feel like in an alternate universe, though, Bill Clinton crash landed on a Japanese island when he was five years old or something. He was probably, you know, getting hooking up with the geisha girls, you know. <laughs> Hell yeah! Like, there's a reason he wasn't eating because he was like their god. Like, you are sex- smoking cigars. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Where's that dress you? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this one's not quite as um, impactful, but I thought it was interesting. So for Tom, there are over 200 corpses on Mount Everest. In what way are they being used? If you can uh, imagine what land navigation. Okay, you're. I, I, I'd be satisfied giving that to you as the answer, but it can be more specific for bonus points. For bonus points, uh, they are used to tell where the top is. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, they're used as waypoints yeah. for climbers. There's like human yeah. popsicles just yeah. along the way saying, "Yep, you're this far along Mount Everest." Yep. Land navigation. Yep. Like yeah. you beat this guy. <laughs> this guy could not make it. You're already better than this guy. That's right. And you Feels just good. better hope that this, this guy didn't die because he went off course. <laughs> <laughs> just like 
there's one of these corpsicles and there's a little sign on his shirt like he trusted us and that's all it says you're like oh <laughs> yeah i, I just like the guides the guides say just stay in between the bodies you'll be all yeah. right I guess I was reading that it's, like, impossible to remove those bodies. Like, it's yeah, not like, well, let's go up there and take one at a time. I I guess I think I read that they just can't get them. It's impossible. See, to my mind goes go to and... that the Sherpas found dead bodies and posed them and let them freeze in place. Like, with, little, like, <laughs> with their, like, finger <laughs> pointing. Like, like, arms yeah. out pointing. That's immediately where my mind went to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's uh... where one or two of them are, like, like tipping their hat, like. Congratulations. Uh, welcome to the top. <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe that those people spend that much money to go up there and they die? Yeah. Like, if I'm going to spend $100,000 to climb a mountain, I need somebody to guarantee my safety. <laughs> if I'm going to spend $100,000, I'd be like, where's the helicopter? <laughs> I just Right. Well, that, that's, the, the that's the thing. That's why you got to pay $100,000 in case they have to come up and rescue you. you, you yeah. Because it's, it's yeah. so... it's. You know, people who there's there's there have been people who have climbed Mount Everest without paying the the fees and the permits and everything else like that, and they get you know back down to the the base of the mountain, they get arrested. Yeah, for not paying. Yeah, yeah. I I could never ever climb Mount Everest, not in a million trillion years, and it's not for lack of money. I couldn't climb like Mount Rainier. I couldn't. I don't even know what the highest mountain. I get terrible altitude altitude sickness. No, you know how like you know how some people are susceptible to like motion sickness and stuff like that. I am yeah. susceptible to altitude sickness. I've been out west a, a few times. I have a friend out in Wyoming. I go visit, and every time I go, I puke my guts out, and I'm miserable the whole time just because I get such altitude sickness. Can you fly in a plane, or is it different? Yep. Of the- yep, I can go on a plane, and I usually don't feel bad until like the first night I'm there. Like I I don't know if it's a time thing or what, but. Uh, Every time I've gone up a mountain, I, I used to climb Mount Katahdin. I used to get sick on top of Mount Katahdin. <laughs> if I, yeah, if I spend any amount of time up there, I get sick to my stomach. And, uh, yeah, I, I just need to stay at sea level. Hmm. But those people, they go and they, they adjust, you know, like they go to base camps and then go to the next base camp and they have to stay a certain amount of time and adjust. Well, it's kind of like decompression when you're coming up from a, a dive. Yeah. It's like... Oh, the best part of Deep Star Six was when that guy goes up without decompressing. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Cool. Uh, that's good. Yeah. Anyway, well, well, you got anything else? I am tapped out for weird. I got the fifteen percent of the air you breathe in an average metro station is human skin. That's fun. Mm. That's mm. good. It's nice really to have a, a meal. And for the How social justice does? warriors out there. There are more vacant houses than homeless people in the United States. Wow. Well, have, have you checked out the YouTube videos of uh, Detroit lately? I try not to. It's depressing. <laughs> have you guys seen Philadelphia? Those, those are disturbing. Those are disturbing. I'll tell you that. Have you guys Ooh. seen the uh, YouTube video of the, the guy, the social justice warrior that talks about the guy fishing and he sends his kid over to plead with the guy to put the fish back and then they get into a screaming match oh, about how fish how fish have feelings and stuff like that it's awesome uh, it's worth looking up anyway you had something profound to say oh i just said most also most of what we know about the stages of hypothermia came to us from nazi human experiments well thank god we wouldn't <laughs> have found out any other way yeah well they were doing crazy stuff like chopping arms off one person sewing them on another see if it worked and all kinds of crap well speaking of the nazis i was driving into work last week and i heard an an advertisement for some kind of testosterone male supplement 
and it's called like eugenics or something, but I thought they said eugenics. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, really? Really? They're doing Finally this? happened. <laughs> I mean, it's 2017. Uh, eugenics. Cool. See, the thing about eugenics is as a concept, I'm not against it, but you know, in practice, it's always horrible. <laughs> like, as far as we don't want these traits in our child, so we're going to make sure they're not showing up in our children. You know, like deformities and stuff like that. I have nothing against that. If it's, we want all, you know, blue-eyed super babies, yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> right. Obviously, yeah. So on that cool. note. <laughs> yeah. Let's sign off. Super baby. Super, super newborn porn. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> my, my child is born with a, a vagina that can accept it. An adult <laughs> male penis. That's yeah. evolution. Oh, certainly something. Bringing it back down. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. All we, right. We, we were about to end on a high note with Nazis. Yeah, I, I figured, that. you know, let's just that's, go there. That's too upbeat. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I'm Ken Smoothcrotch. <laughs> Signing off. Chainsaw Bob Scully. Oh, you got yeah. a nickname. I got. I added. I added a title. Awesome. The Schlanger Scully. <laughs> oh no! Wait. You can't be Bob Scully. You're Bob Scully. Always Bob. Don't Always Bob. Take that. Don't take that from me. <laughs> uh, yes. And Rob? I am just going to be somebody who can't look my family in the eye if they know what I've seen as far as movies. <laughs> oh, hopefully, hopefully every single person listening has taken the disclaimer to heart and just shut it off. <laughs> we <laughs> warned you. That's all we can say. Yeah. We totally warned you. Yeah. Shame. Shame on all Shame. of them for the things that we've seen. Shame. Shame. I don't feel like shit. Okay, so dip me in your Monday milk. Dip me in your Monday milk. All right, see you later. Bye-bye.